When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alina, hello. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Excited to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to you as well. Lots to unfold and unpack. Yes, <laughs> uh, a lot for sure. Yes. Um, how, how have things been uh, with uh, with since the season has ended? Things have been good. I feel like I got back to real world and um, came right back into reality. My cousin got married, so I was with family. You know just enjoying that. Um, so I really didn't get to decompress until a couple days ago. So it's good though. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm on a high. Have, have you watched? Uh, I know some, some other people have already seen the whole season. Have you watched anything yet? I've watched a few episodes. Um, so I watched my eviction episode. I had to watch that. Get it out of the way. <laughs> I did. I did. I had <laughs> to watch that for sure. I watched a couple episodes here and there just to our little bits and pieces, but I haven't watched the full thing yet. That's my weekend plan. Mm, there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, have, um, have you, have you, uh, been like, um, what was the, uh, the after stuff? Like, have you, have you talked to anyone interesting? Um, I, well, I've talked to majority of all the house guests. We've, you know, kept in contact and we've chatted. Um, but I've, other than that, haven't done anything super interesting. Um, kept it just very surface level. Um, you know, been dying to talk to you, unpack it all, and we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, coming into the season, um, what kind of what kind of prep did you do? How how much of the show had you seen? Uh, what kind of stuff like that? So I've watched every single season of Big Brother. Um, U.S., not all the seasons of U.S., but Canada, I've watched every single season other than season six. Um, and I heard that's a, an amazing season to watch. That's the I one Moose watched. Yeah, that's the one that Moose watched. Exactly. So he talked about it. I was like, I don't know what's happening in season six. All I know is Paris is from like Port Coquitlam. That's all I know. I'm like, I need to watch this season. Um, so I've watched every season. Um, and I knew that going in, I wasn't going to be a comp winner. That wasn't going to be my strategy at all. I wanted to win less comps and be, be more strategic, um, and play more of a social game. Um, so with that to say, like, I didn't dissect each season, um, watching it previously, I understood the game. I knew how it kind of worked and the dynamic of big brother, it changes with every cat, every house guest is different. So to come in prepared with, you know, what I'm going to do with the plan. Nothing's going to go to plan. So I had a general over idea of what I wanted to do. Um, 
So with that, that was kind of my prep. Um, and I didn't, you know, I'm not like Kev. I didn't study hostage situations. I didn't go dive deep into podcasts. Uh, um, yeah, I never even watched live feeds. So to say I prepped, I did, I feel like in a certain way, but not as much as Kevin. So I really can't say I prepped, to be honest, because next to this man, yeah. no, I didn't do anything. I did not study for this game. <laughs> what, um, what, what was the general idea of what you were thinking you might do or how you might play? Um, so I want to go into the house and be seen not as a threat. I want to be underestimated. Um, in the real world, my kindness sometimes is taken for weakness. Um, so I really wanted to play that up. And I wanted to think people, you know, I wanted people to think I don't have a brain, brain of my own. And, you know, other, I'm really easily manipulated. Um, to be even seen as a floater, maybe that's, I'd be okay with that because I'd be, you know, making moves in the background scene, but no one would know or think it's ever coming from me. Um, so I really wanted to play that up, but I wanted to be more of a background person, um, but while obviously playing the game um, and build social, like, I build a social game. I know people say that obviously, but it's quite difficult in the house with a bunch of personalities. Um, there's so much going on, but if I had concrete relationships with people, I feel like that would work to my asset. Cause when I know in our season, winning comps was something that was seen as such like a hierarchy winning comps, you know, you're winning the game, but I didn't see that at all. Like watching big brother seasons. I knew if I won comps, it would be, I'd put a target on my back so fast. Um, and also where would I shoot if I were to put someone on the block, I would be, you know, kind of exposing myself. So that was something I didn't want to do. Um, and I feel like I kind of executed that a little bit, obviously not perfectly, but, um, kind of my gameplay of what I wanted. I, I think I was, I'm pretty happy with how I played the game. Uh, obviously there's some things I would change, but, um, yeah, certain things like that. I feel like I wanted to be strategic and I want to have a social game and be really a background person underestimated. And I think I was that hopefully. Um, so yeah. And what, what are the biggest things you'd change? The biggest things I'd change. Um, I would not use my heart at the end of the game. I, I knew I should have kept JC Lynn. Um, that was one thing, massive thing. And I knew that from the beginning, Kevin and I were talking, we'd go back and forth and um, so got to keep JC Lynn and he was on board too. And then, you know, speaking of Josh, she asked me, Hey, can we chat? I was like, yeah, sure. And of course the man pulls at my heart. And I was like, how can I do this? Like, how can I do this to him? Like, we're going to, you know, see the crash test dummies further. We're going to be in the final three. We can do this. And I just got wrapped up in it. And I knew though, I knew from the beginning, I should have, you know, kept JC Lynn, but I should be keeping JC Lynn. But that last minute, I just, I used my heart. And um, that was game wise, not a good decision for me, but everything works out for a reason. Um, and I think also like playing the game, as much as, you know, you want to be cutthroat, you're in there to play a game. Um, who I am as a person, like to lie, manipulate and, you know, to backstab people. It's just all the shit talking. Let's be real. That's not who I am as a person. So it really kind of ate away at me uh, personally. And I would tell Kev, I'm like, Kev, like, this is really hard. I feel really bad. Like, oh, no. And he's like, it's a game, Helena. Like, you got this. It's a game. Everyone's doing it. I'm like, it's true. I know everybody is. But it's just morally inside. It was just really difficult. And I've obviously got to put up a front and I'm like, it's OK. It's good. But I think just being in that house and doing what you have to do, it does kind of chip away at you like inside. And even though you're like, OK, it's a game. I got to put my head in the game slowly as you keep going going like it showed i it chipped away at me and i and i couldn't be as cutthroat as i wanted to be because 
it's really hard and you cut I was baking it till I made it, but inside I was dying inside. It was really hard. It was hard. Yeah. Uh, so you come in uh, day one. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, you, you break a glass, I believe. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kevin said yeah. that when he, when he saw that, he knew that you were the person he wanted to work with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny. People thought like, Oh, you purposely did that. I was like, I wish it was on purpose. That's really who I am. I really am clumsy. Um, I'm that quirky, dorky girl that, you know, I try to be cool, calm and collected, but I'm really not. Um, so in that moment, I thought I was being evicted. I was like, that's it. Night one, I'm out of here. I tripped walking in. I even tripped going down the stairs, walking down the stairs, coming into the house. Now I broke a glass. Like these people are going to think this, no, get this girl out of here. Are you kidding me? Um, but I think that kind of made me relatable though, because it was like this girl, you know, she's just being real. Like she's just clumsy. It's, I feel like it worked to my advantage being who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin kind of saw me as like someone real and I wasn't trying to be someone who I wasn't. Um, and same with him. I like noticed him as well. And he was at first I was like, this person, you know, he's a villain. He's a genius. I was like, Kevin's a genius. I just know he is. And then him and I chatted we got to know each other. There was something I know it sounds so like cliche, but there was a vibe. There was something that with Kevin that we just understood each other. Um, and yeah, we just related on so much. So that just kind of opened that friendship up. Yeah. Well, it, it's in, in this first week that you really seem to develop a lot of like individual relationships that are going to uh, be very important for you moving forward. Um, can you tell me more about like what happened here in, in week one? You know, we don't have the feed. So like, it's hard yeah. to know like how these um, these relationships uh, formed and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, with everyone, you know, you're playing the game right away. You're chatting. Um, Summer was actually the first person I taught game with. Um, she was like the nicest person still is, obviously. But she was the first person to notice that I was so anxious. I was I felt like imposter syndrome in the house. And I know other people felt that as well. I, was like, I don't belong here. But she chatted with me, sat down. We talked game. Um, and majority of everybody was really friendly, um, really open. But it wasn't there's was no game talk at all. So Summer was the first person I taught game with week day one, actually night one. Um, And then it kind of, that kind of opened the gates. I feel like for my own confidence to be able to talk game with other people. Um, And Kevin and I, him and I didn't really chat much game at the beginning. Um, It was, yeah, we thought it was day two, but day three, I think I went up to him or I don't know exactly who, but I was like, because we just chatted about just general life. I was like, I'm, I thought I was gonna have a big alliance in this house and um, I'd ride it out with a big alliance. But there's something about Kevin. I was like, want to be each other's ride or die. He's like, should we do this thing? I'm like, let's do it. We sat down in the phone room, cross-legged. We're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to spill everything out. And we shared everything about our lives. Like he told me, you know, he's got his master's. I'm like, I'm doing my master's. Like we shared everything. Um, And from there, we're like, okay, like this is it. We're in it. Um, And we did not talk at that point. After that, after day three, him and I didn't talk. We're like, there's just this unspoken bond. So that first week of feeds, I... um, I was actually in alliance with Stephanie and JC Lynn. Um, we were called the Sundays because it'd be either Sunday fun day or scary Sundays. <laughs> and I felt like game wise, I felt a little closer with JC Lynn and I know she felt the same. Um, so as kind of that week went on, it's funny. I'd always communicate with JC Lynn. She would communicate with me. Um, but me and Steph um, wouldn't really talk game much. And JC Lynn and Steph apparently didn't talk game much. So it was kind of a, 
on triangle. Um, I was getting closer with, um, summer and Tanisha as well game wise so those are my main people I was like I was talking game with really um and Marty actually I think it was like day five or no no it's like probably day four um him and I were outside in the backyard and uh, we just chatted and um yeah I was like I'm definitely open to you know working with you and then from there I was like yeah who knows we could you know end up being in final two together I threw it out there and he's like yeah and I think he took it like okay you know what we're gonna be final two she's the one (laughs) and I opened that conversation and then from there it was kind of I just kind of nurtured that as the you know the days went on and it you know was uh a fake final two on my end but it worked to my advantage um and then from there so I was slowly like planting seeds with everybody and I was chit-chatting letting everybody know like hey you know what we're good Josh and I also the first night him and I chatted um that you know like we're both in Vancouver like we feel good vibes from each other but it was nothing any solidified so my first week I was just chatting with people and just planting seeds letting them know like I'm you know I'm a good person yada yada uh, but the only real, real alliance I would say was obviously with Kevin. And I started one, there was one started with JC Lynn um, and Stephanie. And then with Marty, um, that was like kind of the first week. It was just really building relationships. Everyone in the house was kind of scared to talk game right away, um, like full fletch, but obviously finding out people were talking game first week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think something that you, you did really well is that you, you develop these individual relationships with people. Um, and, and that's something that, that, you know, other players have done before, but like, I think something that, uh, players sometimes struggle with is converting that into a game relationship as well. Um, you know, because, you know, somebody like, like Jay had good individual relationships, somebody like Tanisha even had good individual relationships, but not always converted to game ones. Um, but you, you had these relationships that were also like, and I'm valuable to you in the game and you should look out for me in the game. Whereas sometimes players find themselves like I have so many great relationships, but nobody's looking out for me. Um, and it's because they've got game relationships elsewhere. So what, what is it about the relationships that you created where you were able to get them on that game level? Well, definitely whenever we did chat or talk, I'd always want to somehow like slip in game talk very lightly. I didn't want to be overbearing or come on too strong, um, but to let them know like, Game wise, though, like I am here to talk game. It's just not a personal relationship. And to hear people out, I feel like everyone loves to be heard. And whatever they're talking about, if you agree with them, you're on their side. So there's lots of conversations I had with people. I didn't really agree with it, or I didn't really, you know, think the same thing as them about somebody, let's say. But yeah, I'd definitely be agreeing. I'd be like, oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, no, they're totally like that. I know it's so annoying. So I really was just that listener um, for them. And they just felt comfortable to, you know, openly talk with me and share things and I would share things too to a certain degree so it wasn't just always you know people talking to me I would share certain things that obviously I would, the one person I would tell would be Kevin like hey Kevin by the way I said this just so you know so I'd cover my basis um and when I would talk about other people I would really kind of pull on the heartstrings in the sense of hey by the way I said this about you to this person um so just let you know because they were talking game to me and i didn't you know and you and i are close so i wanted to really pull out that personal relationship individually and let them know hey i'm talking game but i used us because we're so close so i did that with everybody and i said 
hey, I said this about you to this person. It was just game. If it ever comes out, just know it's not true. So that built trust with everybody else that I was talking to, obviously, because I'm talking game, but you, I'm telling you what I'm saying. Um, and it's just game. So in that sense, it was never nothing too deep, not real secrets. Also in the house, speaking with everyone, having personal relationships, I knew what people were telling each other. So in certain situations where I knew, let's say talking to somebody, I knew they already knew this information, Mm -hmm. but I'd bring it to them and be like, so, you know, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot, but this is what I heard. I already knew they knew this though. Mm -hmm. So it was funny. So in that sense, it's like, wow, okay. She's, you know, she's trusting me. Like she's really loyal to me. And in that sense, I really kind of just put it on them. Um, but really though, I was, you know, kind of playing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so, so week one, Herman is HOH and, uh, and he's doing the let's build a big alliance in week one thing. Um, and you're not really a part of it. Um, you, you are attached to some of the people that are in the alliance, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but for the most part, you're, you're kind of left out of it, uh, which is not a, not a great place to start. Um, Mm -hmm. But you do have these relationships and uh, and there are a couple of other like uh, players left out of it that I think um, are, are, are like solid, solid enough players that uh, it's it's going to be interesting because uh, some of the people in in the alliance, not the most solid players. Uh, so um, so uh, so Herman puts up Jess and Melina. Jess yeah. wins the veto. Um, he ends up telling Kevin, Hey, you know, you're going to go up. He, he tells Kevin that, uh, that you were another option for him. Um, but it seems like it was, it was always going to be Kevin. Did you ever have a conversation with Herman where he mentioned that you were an option or, um, you know, what, what was that like? Yeah. So no, Herman and I spoke and we had a good chat. We're like, okay, you're from Nanaimo. I'm sorry. And this, we just, we just chatted. I'm like, you know, I, you're not on my radar at all. Like we can look out for each other in this game. So we had a really good chat and he's like, you're not someone want to put up or going to put up. So later on, when I found out that I was an option to be um, put up, I was like, Oh wow. I didn't even know that. Cause Herman and I were always cool the entire game until obviously um, Herman started catching on to me and Kevin. That's when I started pitching Herman's name. Um, but him and I were always cool. We were good. Um, so I was actually surprised to think I was even an option because our personal conversations that we had, um, while he was HOH was really good and it was positive. Um, so it, I may have been an option. I don't think so. I think it was always going to be Kev as they didn't really talk much. Um, but then again, who knows? Um, yeah. Well, well, what he what he told me was that you were never an option for him. I think yeah. that he like when he talked to Kevin, I think he threw out some other names as like, uh, you know, it could have could have been it came down to you or this person. But, yeah. uh, you know, um, I don't think he ever actually would have, though, um, put you up on the block. Yeah. So Kevin I goes. I heard that Moose put, pitched my name for the first week. I was like, Moose, you pitched my name. But fair enough. But me and Moose did not talk game to like later on. So that totally makes sense. I think I remember when Moose pitched to you. It might have been in week yeah. two, uh, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, we can do something together." Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You were like, "I don't know about this guy." <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, so Kevin goes up on the block. Uh, uh, this must not have been ideal for you at this point. You probably yeah. felt best about Kevin. Um, but it didn't seem like there was any ever any real rem- uh, momentum to to flip this vote or anything. That it was always going to be Molina. 
Yeah, it always was. I think Melina kind of started a little bit late in the game, um, chatting with people. And that was kind of evident with the whole house. Um, and Kevin, he, you know, was building his relationships personally with everybody. Um, and Melina came on, you know, really strong and she was campaigning and she was making great points. And of course, personally, she's a, such a cool person, really, you know, good person. But it was just like game wise, like you started playing late and she, you know, admitted that as well. And me building alliance with Kevin, I was like, there's no way Kevin can go like, okay, like I've told him everything now. Like this is one person that, you know, I'm wanting to build more trust with. Like, I don't know where Melina stands. I don't know if she's someone that, you know, would be loyal to me. Um, so when chatting with other people without obviously exposing myself, it was kind of a consensus that Melina didn't really talk game with anybody really at the start of, you know, the week that it was just, it was just kind of the fair game thing to do. And Kevin really obviously pitched really hard. He was telling me, yeah, Melina, she, oh yeah, she just talked to you. I saw that. By the way, after you turn around, she talks shit about you. I'm like, wow, really? Our conversation was so good. He goes, yeah. Like, so he was doing in the work as well for himself. Like he was going hard. Um, so that really obviously helped him. Um, you know, week one, just kind of like, I trust this guy, but it's only week one. Like, I'm not going to be campaigning for him. Like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Um, but he was doing, he took care of himself in that sense, that first week. And just Melina, unfortunately, she just, you know, started a little too late. Um, so Kevin beat her on that one for sure. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so Melina is evicted and we go into week two. Uh, you also are going to end up uh, joining the, the Mandams uh, Alliance, um, I think around the turning point of the week, right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, how, how did you, because this is the first kind of like, you know, you have the thing with Jace and Steph, um, yeah. but this is uh, this is now like a four person alliance. It's the biggest thing that you're sort of involved in now. How did you feel about it at the time? I felt really good. Um, I personally really loved all the individuals in Mandems. I felt closest to Summer. Um, and so with that, I felt really good. And like personally, we related on things. We chatted. We're all, you know, we're in the same room. We're, it was just good. I felt really good. 
about it. And I was like, this, these are like, you know, women I do want to work with. Um, and like game wise, like they're aligned with majority of people in the house. Like our bases are covered with everyone. All we all talk to. Um, so I felt really good and I was excited about it. Um, and for Kevin and I to work, we discussed that we have to share everything with each other. So if Kevin would share things with me. I would share things with him. So there was no secret. So I told him about the Mandems. I didn't, I don't think I told him right away, but I told him like, yeah. I think like a little bit after. And he shared. I think you said day, you told him on day eight. Day eight. Yeah. So with that, there was just no secrets. Um, and I, he's like, yeah, that's great. Like, awesome. Okay, good. Like, you know, he'd share the, you know, the alliances he was in. Um, and I felt really good about it. And I think that, you know, we could have gone really far where I guess, obviously I broke the Mandems is what I sent Tanisha home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I just knew that as much, like I had loyalty to the Mandems, I really did. Um, but I just, felt um just the way the dynamic of the house was tanisha was very close with herman and moose mm-hmm. um and i just thought like when it came down to it game wise like looking forward i don't think she'll be able to cut moose or herman before she cuts me because they can win comps they're socially great like moose is such a good talker um and herman like he he can win comps i just know he has that fire in him um and just like on the chain of, you know, safety wise of all of that, I just don't think that I would be at the top of the list for her. Um, so that was a game move of Takata, but I, it was so hard for me to do. And I think, um, I don't think the world in Canada thinks that it was just easy for me to, you know, just cut Tanisha, but it wasn't though. That was mm. the thing that I went back and forth with Kevin. I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. I went back and forth with Kevin. I go, Kev, like, there's so many reasons of why I should keep Tanisha. It'd be, it just, it makes sense to me, but game wise though, if I, I see it game wise, why it makes sense also to send Tanisha home, but it was just, it was a hard decision. Um, And it was tough to obviously tell her because people, I guess I made my mind up. I had my mind made, but just who I am as a person. Obviously I'm going back and forth. I'm just talking out loud. I'm, you know, I'm telling my number one, I don't know what to do. Like, should I go back and forth? I don't know. I'm not going to tell everybody I've made my decision either. Like that's just makes no sense. So people are going to think I'm wishy-washy, which is totally fine. My head though, I knew I was sending Tunisia home, but the fact of just actually like singing out loud and telling her, yeah, it was really hard for me. And I admit, I don't, I didn't have the guts to tell her. I would, I was going to break her heart. I was breaking my heart and I couldn't do it. I had, I did it at the last minute because it was just so difficult for me. Um, and I was kind of ruining everything. Um, and I really did want to ride it out with them, but I just knew that game wise, it would not have been a smart decision for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's sort of, again, like, uh, the thing about Tanisha's game is that she was so good socially. Um, she made people feel so good about her, but then didn't really follow it up as much with the game talk. Um, mm-hmm. that, uh, in the duo of, of Tanisha and Summer, Summer was really the game talker and Tanisha yeah. was really like the, the social person. And, uh, which isn't to say that Summer wasn't a social person either, but, um, but, uh, but I think that's, I think that's why Tanisha got built up as this big sort of like uh game player. Cause it was like, well, she's so good with me and she's so good with so many people. She must be talking game with all of these people, exactly. but not me because yeah. she's not talking game with me. Um, and that, that made it, uh, like, uh, that made her seem like she was, uh, sort of made probably like a bigger, uh, threat than, than she was. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cause even within the Mandems, um, I would talk game with Summer. I would talk game with Betty. Tanisha and I would talk game a little bit, but not as much as I with the other girls. So in that sense, exactly. I'm like, she doesn't really talk game with me. We have personal relationship. Yes, we talk personally, but game-wise, no. It's usually I talk more game with Summer and it's like, oh, okay, like I don't really know. Like if we all talk together, it was yeah, we'd talk, all four of us would talk. Um, but we wouldn't always talk us four. It'd be like relaying messages with one another, um, or finding things out. So exactly that. Like Tanisha was such a social player that it did the optics of it seemed like she was talking game with everybody and she was always gonna be good with everybody. And I was just like, I maybe it was my own insecurity of well, I don't know if she's not taking talking game with me. So maybe she's talking game with everybody else and maybe mm-hmm. I'm getting played and, you know, I have to take this shot before she takes a shot at me. And, um, it was a game move. And I think it was a, it was the best game move for me. And, you know, hopefully she sees it like that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Josh was kind of the same way at first as well, where like uh, a lot of people saw Josh as like, um, and the thing is that Josh wasn't as outwardly social. He was a little more reserved. And I think that that actually helped him, uh, at first because he wasn't talking game with many people in the beginning either. And a lot of people were like, who's he talking game with? Cause he's not talking <laughs> game with me. Um, yeah. and then of course it eventually became, uh, Kevin, but, um, so, uh, so week two, Marty is the HOH and that means that you're good because Marty, has a has a deal with you. He he uh, he tells Gino about it on day ten. He's like, I've got a final two with I, Helena. <laughs> that man, honestly, great man, but he cannot keep his gob shut at all. <laughs> like he would be saying things before they even happen, or he even played the cop. I go, Marty, you can't tell people stop. Like I'm like, are you telling people we have a final two? He's like, no, like you have to mention it. And I was like, oh, my. he's like, I'm gonna bring you in an alliance with me, Kevin, Gina. I was like. Oh my goodness. And I'd go along with it, but inside I just, I was yelling. I was like, it's fine. It's okay. Okay, cool. Like that's so much in the game where I was always like, it's okay. It's fine. I don't care. But inside I'm like raging. I'm like, it's fine. And I'd be like, tell Marty, Marty, please keep a secret. It's like, I can keep a secret. I'm like, no, you cannot, Marty. Just come on. You've been telling everyone beginning Gino that him and I are close. I really had to do damage control and like no me and marty are not close like i got asked i think um by jc lynn like early on um oh you and marty are close i go no me and marty don't haven't really talked much game at all like i had to like because obviously gino told jc lynn so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah marty's like uh i've got i've got ears i've got ears on the other side (laughs) i'm not gonna say who but uh it's helena i've got helena's my mole on the other side uh yeah um so uh so obviously marty is gonna um he's gonna consider a few options here for nomination um kevin is one of those options for the initial nomination and then a a serious option for the renom um how how like uh, aware of you were uh uh, aware of this were you um in terms of like uh, the kevin danger i was not aware of that at all to be honest i did not know that um it's funny we were kind of like wanting i was trying to push for stephanie to go up like it just made sense um but marty had his deal with stephanie and i was just like stephanie's i'm not gonna keep her deal like she wouldn't have kept the deal like you you guys didn't like say deal right. like, she wouldn't have kept it like hello it's a game like you're not keeping your word like 
put her up. Um, no, I've got to keep my word until yes. jury. Then I'll betray my word. Exactly. At that point, it's like, Marty, you've already broken your word before jury multiple times. Don't worry about it, but you'll be fine. But no, he had this sense. And I didn't know because he never said Kevin to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I hadn't, I was not aware of it at all. Yeah. I have no idea. And then when uh, Marty brought up Jay's name, I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. Like I didn't, I, I did not see that coming at all. Um, and then obviously when they discussed that, they tried to reach out to, to Jay and, you know, speak game, but it just, you know, didn't really go anywhere. Um, and they want to make a big move. And I was like, all right, shoot your shot. Let's see what happens. But who's sitting next to Jay, you know, that matters. Um, so it was just, yeah, that didn't really make sense to me that Jason Lynn went up. Um, it should have been Stephanie in my opinion. Um, but you know, his word meant everything to him at that moment, at that week and that during that week, it really did. So I had no idea Kevin was even an option. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, well, um, the, after Jace wins the veto, um, the, uh, the renom is going to be, uh, Betty a- after being told to kick her feet up. Oh, that's, um, a curse. that's a curse. <laughs> I never want to hear that ever. Anyone ever tells me in my life, kick your feet up. I will literally, Oh my God, go up, 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 up. Do not ever say that ever. That is a curse. Uh, he told that to people all the time. At one point, he told me that. I go, Marty, do not say that to me. Please do not say that to me. My feet are firmly planted on the ground, Marty. Ten feet, t- ten, <laughs> de- ten toes down. I'm sorry, ten feet down. Ten toes down always. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, so. Blindside. I thought Betty knew, though. That's a funny thing. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah. And I asked her, I'm like, oh, you didn't know? And she's like, no, I had no idea because she was so composed. Mm. I was like, I thought he t- must have told you, like, the replacement noms that point because i wanted to keep my distance with marty as well like uh, whoever i worked with whoever I actually was close with i didn't always want to be you know seen talking to them so i didn't know marty was gonna put up betty like i knew okay he had to put somebody up he was still thinking about it um and from there i was like oh you should put stephanie up like the house will be fine with it trust me he's gonna have to think about it and i was like okay it's up to you now like i can't be seen talking to you for too long and was Betty, I was shocked and she was shocked as well. And afterwards I asked her, I'm like, did you know? She's like, I had no idea. So that was, I was like, wow, I was shocked. Yes. Uh, and this is, of course, uh, this is, of course, the moment where uh, Betty says, I do hate you to Kevin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I heard about that. Their little um, their moment um, in the bathroom and. Uh, yeah, she gave it to him, but her feelings, obviously they were, you know, talking and she felt like Kevin knew and he kind of owed it to her. But why would Kevin tell Betty though? Like it didn't game wise. I don't think she would have told him, um, but you know, she had to let her frustration out and it's just, unfortunately it was Kev. He was there wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> oh, she, she knew she, she, she just, she, she knew deep down that this guy, <laughs> he was, he was, a te- he, he was a terrible person. You told me I was a terrible person. Yeah. And I meant that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, she knew she had a gut feeling and, uh, she was right. Kevin, uh, Kevin played the game and to say he's a terrible person, I would disagree. Even him being the villain of the season. Um, he's a, he's a happy villain. Like he he, he is, he is a, he is a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy. (laughs) Yeah. I guess he's a bit naughty, isn't he? Yeah, for sure. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, so uh, you know, the week goes pretty well overall. Um, you know, Betty and and Jay on the block. It's it's a relatively, um, you know, you, I mean, you're in the Mandems with with Betty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point, you you have a better relationship with her. The house is yeah. leaning toward uh, taking Josh out, or sorry, Jay out. Um, and uh, and also, Betty is like starting to be like, okay, I'm going for the guys. Like, um, like I'm going for the big structure here. Uh, and so, like that's that's good. Uh, mm-hmm. Put makes her a target. And if she yeah. wins, then she's doing good things. Um, mm-hmm. It's also you. You had a, a funny conversation with Kevin because. Uh, uh, you, the two of you were doing similar things with people and you were both joking about how like so many people are like, we really want you to win HOH. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everyone kept saying that to us. Like, what would you guys do? Like, you know, individually, what would you do if you won HOH? Like we want to, you should win HOH. Like we're so excited. It's so funny because we're just like, well, we would put you up. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're asked, okay, you're so excited, but like really you'd go up or, you know, whatever the situation was, but yeah, we, it was so fun. The similar conversations we're having, um, just different people in the house. They're saying the same things to us and they had no idea. We even talked or we were anything like nobody expected Kevin and I to work together towards the end. Obviously there was some speculations, but at the beginning having, you know, going days without talking to each other and just having that trust. Like when we did talk, it was like, Oh, they must be chatting about, you know, who knows like his wife or something. Like at times I'd like fake like, like, Oh, Hey Kyle. Like, He's like, my name's Kevin. Like, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, oh, I, you know, I'd say like certain digs about Kevin. Like, oh my God. Like I keep mixing him up. Like, what's his name? Like I could, you know, like we'd like kind of smack talk each other, like behind each other's backs to other people to, you know, so people get it. Like, oh, I can't stand him. He's so annoying. Uh, but really we didn't feel that way at all. I was just like, you know, to build the facade up. Uh, you, you guys did a very good job of it because obviously we missed the first week of feed. So we never saw you forming the, the ghosts. Um, and it wasn't in the episodes until I think maybe week four or something. Uh, so, I mean, it took a while even for the live feeders to, to, to recognize, like we knew that you were working together, but you were working with a lot of people and he was working with a lot of people. I don't think it was until, um, either like Kyle's HOH or even maybe the start of Jess's HOH that we were like, Oh, these two are for sure locked in together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we kept it really under wraps. Even when we would chat, like it would be in passing. Like we'd mm-hmm. walk past each other and we'd like whisper something, like "Hey, God, talk to you," or like um, "Talk later," or like s- certain things, like you know, "Oh, like stop saying this to this person." Like we'd give each other little like hints and tricks, like you know, by the way, hey, this person said this, like you're annoying this person, or you need to you know talk more to this person. So it'd be always be in passing, though. It'd be like real quick, like we wouldn't have actual like sit down like strategic conversations at the beginning it was always like in little bits like kind of sporadic throughout the day um and night obviously um but yeah no him and i were always kind of on the same page like it was funny i think it was yeah the second week surfs up competition him and i like quickly got like do we throw it faster later and then we didn't really we didn't get a chance to like fully say anything so when i fell like kevin's like okay we're gonna do it early then okay then he you know he's like we didn't need to be on the same page here like we have to communicate more clearly i was like you're right like 
these like little impassing conversations um, need to be a little bit more concrete. Like we can sit down and talk to each other for five minutes and it will be okay. You know, if someone's next to us, like we can talk in code. Um, but yeah, we really kept it under wraps though. Like that was something that was really important to us. Um, because yeah, I think at one point where um, he asked me, he's like, Oh, do you have a final show with Marty? I go, yeah, I have a final show with Marty. He goes, okay, I have a final show with Jess. Like mm-hmm. we like, we're like, we love it. Like we were telling each other everything. Okay, yeah. Well, you make a life with this person. Like you chat with more of this. So it was all about communication and we really openly communicated right from the beginning. And it wasn't like full fledged, like, you know, half an hour conversations or anything like that. But those little sporadic moments we had, it built up. Um, and yeah, we just wasn't really, it was very, it was done in secret. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot was done in secret. Yeah. I think I, so I, I think we're trying to remember, I think that, um, I think that the, the Kyle HOH, we saw, okay, these two are really close. Like they're definitely working really closely together. And then I think it was the start of the Jess HOH where after he's basically telling Jess what to do for their HOH, uh, he, he talks to you in the pantry and he's like, I've got Jess. Like it's, it's disgusting. Like I've got her, I've got them. And you were like, I've got, I've got Marty. I've got Marty too. Um, and I was like, okay, they're really just like laying it out here. Um, the funny thing is actually that week when Jess won, um, HOH, it was like, right after they won, I think they're designed their nom. Sorry that I told Kev, I go, Kev, like, should I just go up? Cause like, I can tell Jess to put me up. It'd be easy. Like, you know, we're going to take out Herman, like, or, you know, Moose. And he's like, what is wrong with you? He's like, take that back right now. And I was like, what? He goes, why would you ever want to be put on the block? Like, no. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, what am I thinking? Oh my goodness. Like, snap me back. Like, that's how he really worked. He was like, no, Helena, like certain things like he would say, or do. I'm like, he's like, oh, I'm going to tell this person this. I go, Kev, no, you can't say that to them. I'm like, you know, ruin your game. Like, don't do that. He's like, no, you're right. Okay. Why would I do that? So like, he really snapped me back. And that week I really was going to tell Jess, yeah, Jess, you should put me up. Like, why not be a pawn? Thank goodness I had Kevin because at that moment, they snapped me back and was like, no, why are you using your heart? Use your head, dumb, dumb. Like, no. So I was like, yeah, that was really, I would have been such a dumb move if I did that, if I said that. Yeah. Thank goodness I did it. Oh, well, uh, well, Kyle wins HOH in week three. And, uh, and this is the HOH where, uh, you know, f- from, from our p- perspective, it was like, oh, no oh boy, straightforward week. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Just going to go after Betty, um, like uh, makes a lot of sense. Keep the majority intact. He's got the Savage Seven. He's got yeah. the retreat. He's got, uh, you know, he's got individual relationships with you and Jess and Kevin. And mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, he's got a four person thing with Marty um, and uh, which includes Moose. And they're replacing Moose with her mom, which basically means that they've got both of those covered. Um, and so it's like, OK, he's uh, ob- like there are only a couple of people not in that structure. The main person being Betty who's actively coming for Kyle. Uh, so pretty obvious choice here, but, uh, but he doesn't want to do Betty. Um, he doesn't want to do you. Uh, he feels like he's got a good relationship with you. I don't know what was. Yeah. So Kyle and actually spoke, I think maybe it was first week or second week. I don't remember, but we were in the Expedia room and um, him and I chatted and we're like, you know, we can be an asset to each other's game. And, um, you know, I built that trust with him and I was like, yeah, no, definitely. Like, 
I would like, you know, share certain information with him um, and he would share things with me. Um, but it always be like, you know, I'm not going to give you all my animals, but like, I'll, you know, I'll give you a goat. You know, you give me a sheep, like certain things like that. He'd always use analogies like that. I'm like, yeah, sure. Of course. Like, why not? So I felt like I, I felt good, of you know, with Kyle winning HOH because I built that relationship. But I did not know how chaotic, though, he was going to make the week. Like, it was shocking, like absolutely shocking. Because at one point it really was. He was asking me, he's like, OK, so, you know, who should I put up? And I'm like, what? Like, well, what are you thinking here? Like, give me some names to go off. Like, he just was all over the place. Like. I don't know. It was just, it was a lot, a lot. It was. Um, so, uh, so he, he decides he's going to go after Steph. Um, and he's going to put, uh, Betty up as a pawn. Um, I, and, and then, and then things change again because, uh, that's, that's how things are. Moose gives an award winning performance. Oh my gosh. What Moose is doing. This is an award winning performance. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was fake, that fight. It was, I really, we all kind of thought it was fake at first because I was like, no, really? Like, and then afterwards, like, no, it was real. And then to truly find out after, it was really, really real. But at first it, it seemed fake though. The way Stephanie came out and yelled, Moose! And we're like, what? I think Tanisha was like, yeah, we and Tanisha were down. She was like um, braiding my hair where I was sitting on the couch. Tanisha, um, Stephanie yelled from the top of the HOH. Where's Moose? Yeah, where's Moose? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what moose is making pizza in the kitchen it all just seems so calculated they both went to art school you know i was like well i mean speaking of schools my degree is not in english it is in sport media wow you yeah exactly that are you kidding me are you kidding me that was a shocker shocker i mean the surely at that point you're like okay sport media that this guy's got to go. This is, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, well, that's a threat to my game for sure. But he was just all over the place. I think the way, like, Kyle, yeah, good personal, but like, game wise, though, he just really was focused on being a legend mm-hmm. that it blurred everything, though. I think him and Moose having that personal relationship of, you know, going to school together, they could have done big things. That's such an asset in the game. And Kyle just, he blew that all up. And also, with blowing himself up, he blew up Moose's game. Um, Moose was someone that was well-connected. You know, he spoke with everybody so perfectly. Like, he knew what to say, what not to say. Um, but, you know, obviously got a little bit messy for Moose. Um, but Kyle definitely ruined Moose's game. Um, yeah, that was for sure. Because after Kyle, you know, exposed Moose for, you know, them went to school together and they're both in sports media. Um, no one really trusted Moose. And that was like, oh, Moose, like it should have came from Moose. I feel like it would have definitely worked in his favor. But it coming from Kyle first, it was just like, oh, this kid is coming out to get you. Yeah. Yeah. Moose never really recovers. Um, and 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 Kyle's blowing up all of his alliances. I mean, in order to put Steph up, he needs to tell everyone about his five person alliance with Steph. Um, and then he decides he's not targeting Steph anyway. <laughs> Um, so instead he's targeting Josh um, mm-hmm. and uh, in order to target Josh he needs to let everyone know about the seven person alliance I have a question I don't know has Kyle never been, has he watched Big Brother though before like it really is shocking. you're in a seven person alliance like it really you can't 
take a shot at anybody else outside the seven. Like, okay, cool. You put Stephanie up, but now you have Josh in your six person alliance. You're going to put him up too. And then you're exposing everything else. It just, I don't understand why, because he could have put up somebody else and not pissed off five other people, but he chose not to go that route. Literally. He had three major alliances. He had the savage seven. He had the retreat and he had a four person thing with, uh, with Marty Gino village thing that he came up with a lot of different names, but village voice was one of them. This is but it was originally just a four person thing with Marty himself, Gino and moose. And then, uh, during Marty's HOH week, he was kind of like, can we replace Moose with Herman because Moose is a little too much of a wild card? And they were like, yes, but, but they were still, but Moose was still in that one and he knew about a four person guys thing there as well. So basically Kyle took his main three alliances. He took a shot at, uh, Steph from the retreat. He took a shot at Moose from the four person guy thing. And he took a shot at Josh from the savage. He blew up every, everything he was in. Um, so, I mean, so basically he, um, you know, the story about like Kyle, the Kyle Moore uh, situation, yeah. Um, yeah. that's when he found out the big brother existed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he watched season nine and he went back and he watched some of the previous seasons as well. But, um, you know, I, I think like probably like the, the, the year that he had to sort of get acclimated to the show maybe wasn't quite enough to, to it was enough to like get him excited about playing, but not enough to like be like don't don't target your alliance members <laughs> exactly you need to realize you need to you know think before doing and also i think i saw a clip of marty um kind of pitching obviously when he pitched josh mm-hmm. um and he was like you know you want to you know take out a, a strong player yada yada i think you know kyle being 23 very easily influenced and was kind of like well he had this legend you know mindset and thinking, okay, if I do this, I'll be a legend. Like, it's okay. I can still work with these people, but exactly not having the background knowledge of Big Brother, like having the excitement is one thing, but knowing like you don't put your own people up like that, not even as like pawns. It's not a good thing to do. He just didn't have the knowledge of it. Um, yeah, because it was all went crumbling so fast, but it was the best thing for my game. I absolutely loved the chaos. I loved it because people were talking left, right, and center. Kyle was just the spotlight, and it took away from everything. And it was just the best thing ever for like my personal game. So I would not take. I, I love that all happened because it was the best thing for me. It really was. So there was a there was a diary room, I think, in one of the episodes where you were like, I hate this. This is too like, uh, I don't like what Kyle's doing. And I was like, why, Helena? Like, it's so good for you. (laughs) It is. But I guess just hearing all of it, though, it was just so much because he was putting the stress on everybody else. Mm -hmm. That was the chaoticness of the house of like, I don't like this because he was everyone was uncomfortable. Everyone was on edge. The vibe in the house, the just the aura in the house was just so off. It was like, I'm, this is my first time experience this in this house that he made everybody feel so paranoid, so just flustered and clustered. Like he'd be asking, I think at one point when I were talking, I think this was when I had to do replacement noms. Um, he's like, okay, Josh, Tanisha, Betty, or Summer. And he's like, well, Betty can't win. So you know what? No. And who would you put? I go, well, to say like, I'm, you know, I'm good with everybody. Like, what are you thinking? He's like, no, tell me. And he's like, do I have your vote? No. Do I have your vote? I go, Kyle, you haven't even told me who is sitting next to Stephanie. So how can I say you have my vote? Like, let me know what you decide. 
then I'll let you know. Like, I can't just tell you right away. I'm like, whatever you think is best for you, because I, at that point, yes, I trusted Kyle a little bit, but I didn't trust him. Obviously I, his week being HOH that blew up. I was like, no way I trust this guy. So I wasn't going to say any names to him because he is the type of person I felt that would go back and tell people, Hey, well, Helena did say, you know, I should put you up. So I didn't want to say a name to him, but he wanted my vote. So I said, when you decide, let me know. Um, he's like, I need your vote. I need your vote. And I was like, okay, Kyle, you have my vote. You do. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Just, you know, like little puppy, just got to pet him be like, yeah, of course. No, for sure. But it was just, he was getting everyone's head and he was just pissing everybody off. So that's why I was like, I can't handle this guy anymore. I can't handle it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, and he's also going to. Uh, he's he's going to come up to you and be like, basically, like, um, you know, I've got a great opportunity for you, Helena. There's, uh, I've got, I've got four people in an alliance, and I'd love for you to come on as our fifth. Um, and uh, you have a great reaction after he leaves. Like this guy <laughs> thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, Lynch. I'm like, you think I'm, you know, I'm stu, I'm dumb, not stupid. I think that's the line I said, something like that. It's something like that. You just, when you talk to me, like. Kyle, yeah, like somebody talks to me like I'm like, you know, a 16 year old, like I'm 18, let's say. Like I'm I'm younger than him. I just don't know anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just new to this. And I I would take it because obviously it's a game and I'm like, I don't really care. It's fine. But it gets me sometimes. I'm like, you really think I'm dumb? Like, I don't understand. But it was fine. I was like, no, of course. Yeah. Kyle, I don't know anything. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, sure. All right. You know, keeping that, you know, game face on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the house is flipping against Kyle. Uh, this is, this is a, a weird kind of, uh, turning point in the game where, um, obviously all these alliances are now broken up. Uh, and there's this, there's this weird kind of like lack of trust and, and, and sort of like, not knowing where the votes will be right because you've got like herman on one side who is still pretending to be with the guys but really wants to turn his back on kyle um and you've got you and kevin who are also still pretending to work with the guys but are wanting to turn your back on kyle um but neither of you really know that the other one is with is on the same page yeah about turning uh because sort of visibly you're still pretending to kyle's still like i've got herman he's my bro and to herman he's like i got helena i got kevin uh they're in my back pocket um and so both of you are like now we can't trust the other one um and uh and this is when herman starts to get kind of uh annoyed with you because uh he feels like he's trying to get the votes but he feels like you're kind of wavering. You're kind of like going back and forth about where you want to be with the vote. Um, and you, st- I think start to get kind of annoyed with him and, and, and like uh, his annoyance with you and, um, and, and in the lack of trust of like, where are things going to go? And, and Kevin tries to make a, a final two deal with Herman uh, that he basically turns down. Um, and it's, it's, it's very messy. You end up uh, going, okay, I'm going to blame Herman for, my vote um and uh and then and then herman finds out that you're blaming him for the vote and then he's it's this is really the this the start of the end of the herman relationship yeah so the thing is everyone that was working with too they were saying herman is playing the middle and i Mm -hmm. thought too in the sense herman's playing the middle it's like you know don't know if you can fully trust herman and 
I was like, yeah, like, don't tell Herman a lot. And I, even I knew personally Herman was playing the middle. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seemed with Herman, he would never tell me anything. So, but yet he wanted to know everything from me though. So you want to know all my information, but you're not sharing anything. So in that sense, I did get a little bit frustrated where I didn't want to tell him right away because I didn't know if I could fully trust him because mm-hmm. I was like, is he, you know, maybe he is really truly loyal to Kyle and Gino and, you know, and he's going to go back and say that, you know, Helena's not voting and then they're all going to know and I'm going to be exposed. And so I just didn't, I don't know why there's something with Herman. I could not trust him. Um, and I was hearing from other people as well. They didn't feel like they fully could trust him either as he may vote to keep Josh. He may not like, we don't want to for sure secure a vote from Herman um, because he'd expose himself, obviously. Um, so it was like, it's up in the air. Um, and also he was catching on to me and Kevin. Um, where I think we would talk personal stuff, like favorite movies. And I guess, I, I guessed Kevin's favorite movie. He's like, wow, that's you know, a really good guess. How would you know that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just guessed. Like I got everyone's movies right, which I was getting, getting everyone's movies right. Um, their favorite genre. And he just caught on to that. I was like, oh my God, I cannot. Like, why? Like, how can he, why is he catching on to that? It's like, I don't understand. Like, I was like, no way. And little things, of course, like were just, you know, annoying me. When you live with somebody, they're going to annoy you. And me, I was being very wishy-washy. Um, and I think it was at this point, yeah, Josh, um, Kevin and I were kind of starting to like work together a little bit, but not really was fully formed. Um, oh, no, I said was. No, it wasn't. Fully not formed, yet. No, this is not so. Yet. Yeah, because Josh is on the block and on Kevin's block. Kevin's like really working with him to like flip the votes. He's working on yeah. Marty. And then you also talk with Josh about which votes you have. And he he's telling you, like, I, I'm most confident with Kevin. I don't really mm-hmm. don't really trust Herman's vote. Um, and yeah. so this is, yeah, the, the seeds like the personal relationship had been there, I think, for both of you. But this is the start of you really yeah. like working a little yeah. bit of game with Josh, okay. because it's it's really Josh's entry into the game. He hadn't really talked game with anybody until this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that point where I think. I think I remember it was like Herman was asking, he's like, where's your vote? Like, I, whatever you vote, I'll vote that way. And I'm thinking, no way you're going to vote the way I vote. Like, he was just obviously saying that to get information and, you know, figure out where I'm at. But I'm just like, I don't fully trust there's something. Other people are telling me they don't trust you either. So it wasn't just my own, you know, gut intuition um, to find that I wasn't giving what he wanted. I think other people were giving Herman exactly what he wanted. And they were just, you know, telling him everything and he wanted to hear. And I wasn't doing that. And that was frustrating for him. Um, fair enough. I get it. But it was just something that with Herman, I'm like, I just don't trust you game wise. Like, I just, I can't, I'm not going to give in. So I was that wishy-washy person. Um, I think that even continued on until like, you know, the Tanisha week as well, uh, where he wanted like, are you going to vote? Are you not? Because one point he wanted to flip as well. He's like, what way you're going to vote? Then let me know and I'll vote that way too. And I was like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, there was just something I'm like, I don't know if I can trust him because he was playing the middle for so long that if I were to tell him, I felt if I tell him actually the way I'm voting, he would go back and tell other people and it would expose me. So it was just someone he saw me and I just unfortunately just could not trust him game wise in that sense. Yeah. I mean, so, I more frustration. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so you blindside Steph. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then afterward, uh, Herman is going to go straight to Gino and, and like explain himself. Um, and then and then you make the attempt of being like, oh, Herman approached me last minute and got me to got me to flip my vote, essentially, um, <laughs> which which then goes pretty much straight to her mom and he's like, she's a liar. Um, yeah. And it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. Even in that, I just, I wanted to cover my bases and I was saying, obviously her mom's playing the middle, but obviously I'm playing the middle as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm playing everybody too. So I thought might as well throw this person under the bus. Um, but yeah, it kind of obviously backfired in that sense. And, um, that credit, you know, created something between me and her mom even more game wise. Cause him and I were cool, but you know, I was like, Oh, you know what? It won't get back to him. I thought in that moment, so naive. And I was like, no, he won't find out. Cause everyone's talking about her mom. Everyone's saying they don't trust her mom. So how is it going to get back to her mom? Um, but no, it did. It yeah. definitely did. Uh, so Gino's the HOH though. And, um, and he is initially putting up, uh, Marty and Jess, um, but there's definitely an intention, I think, to backdoor either Betty or Tanisha at first. Um, and, uh, and things change though. Uh, and, and you are, are a part of how things change, but uh, I'm very curious to know from you what your intention was in, in this. So, um, you have a conversation with Gino where you kind of like drop the bomb on Herman as much as possible. It, it, yeah. it seemed like that was the intent to sort of be like, you can't trust Herman. He's been saying all these things about you. Um, he's working with Tanisha and Summer and them. And like, you think you've got people on your side, but you don't. Herman's got people on his side. Um, and, and it felt like the intention was to try and turn Gino against Herman. It was, yes. Only because... Herman, like I said, he saw me and Kevin and he was the only person to ever highlight anything with Kevin and I. And I was like, Herman is smart. He's clocked us. Like he has to go. Like he has to go. And he's a strong player. I know he can win comps. Um, and with that being his personal relationship with everybody else in the house, I, I'm not very high on his, you know, safety that he would keep. So he's someone I need, you know, to be put up. And also he didn't tell Gino he was going to flip. Like this is an in I have, and I can hopefully kind of, you know, plant this seed for Gino and let him know um, that he needs to go up and, you know, he's playing the middle, he's playing everybody. Um, So that was definitely my plan. And, you know, of course me, you know, saying Tanisha's name and saying Moose's name is just collateral. Unfortunately, like, you know, they just have their names had to be said because, you know, I know they're close with her mom, so I couldn't just be strongly pitching her mom um, because 
that would just be like, oh, she hasn't been dead against Herman. It wasn't that bad at all. Herman just noticed me and Kevin and nobody else did. So I'm like, this is a threat to my game. Like that is, that's all that it is. But yeah, Herman was super smart because he clocked us right away and he had to go because of that. So, and then obviously him and I, you know, we butted heads because we both didn't fully trust each other. So it just, you know, that created that whole narrative. Yeah, well, so um, so it seems like because, like I said, you, you, it seemed like you sort of contributed to this that like you say this to to Gino, and it seemed like he kind of he was like, oh boy, like um, you know, Herman's you know got more numbers than I thought, and yeah. and I'm basically he was like, well, I might not have the votes to mm-hmm. to send out uh, you know, Betty or or Tanisha if I if I do make the move, and then Summer yeah. comes in and she's like. Listen, I've got people. Um, and, she, and she's like, uh, "You do what we want. You, you're going to be okay." That's that's what I'm saying to you. Um, and uh, and so Gino says, "You know what? All right, I'll do it. I'll do what they want. I'm going to put Kyle up on the block." Um, yeah. uh, how, how did you feel about that uh, decision? Um, I was good with it. The house was good with it. Um, it's actually afterwards. I think I told Gino wanted to know who flipped the house who started it. And I didn't share that information later on. I actually shared it with him. And I was like, you know what? Cause he was like, Tanisha's such a social strong player. And he actually wanted to put Tanisha up mm-hmm. um, on the block. Um, but he was like, you know, I wouldn't have the numbers. Like there's no way. Um, but he actually would have initially put Tanisha up on the block. Um, but he chose not to. And then from there, you know, obviously Marty, it would have been Marty and Tanisha um, from what I think um, from our conversation, but chose to put Jess up. And then after that, it was Kyle because everyone was kind of pitching Kyle. And even I had that, you know, the house would, you have the numbers, like you'd build, you know, relationships again with people. If you put Kyle up, like it makes sense for your game. It makes sense. So why not um, to say it was the best thing for my personal game. I don't really know. It's kind of like, okay, we're going with the majority of the house right now. Let's just see what happens. Um, and you have the numbers. If you want a clean, easy week, just put Kyle up. And he's like, you know, it's going to be hard for me personally, but you're right. Like you want to disassociate from Kyle, just put him up and you know, you know, he's going to go home. We have the numbers. Um, so it was game wise. It was the easiest thing for Gino. Like, so I was, I was fine with it because the house wanted it and it was just going to be clean and easy after the chaotic week we had. It was just something like, okay, let's just, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kyle ends up leaving. It's a pretty, it's, it's probably the most straightforward week, uh, of the season. Um, and Jess wins the next HOH and immediately Kevin is in Jess's ear telling them essentially what to do. Moose and Herman. Um, and, uh, there's also then a lot of like, uh, conversations with Summer and Betty and Tanisha, uh, that you're kind of a part of that are like, uh, you know, what is Jess doing? Uh, you know, hopefully we can, you know, get, uh, you know, Herman out at times, maybe Moose out. They kind of go back and forth a few times. Um, and, uh, and you are also, I think, developing a, a, a closer relationship with Jace at this point. Um, you're, you're trying to, uh, yeah. where, um, you're trying to like, sort of like, you know, walk that, that line as well. Um, and, um, 
And then there's also a big push to get you on the block uh, when the veto is won by Herman. So uh, walk me through this because uh, this is a, it's a tricky week in the first half of it, at least for you. Yes. Um, so I didn't know that I like I kind of thought, OK, I may be an option. It would be like, you know, we from the talks we had to be Betty, Summer, Tanisha and I. Us four would be options to be put up. And uh, there's talk about Kevin being an option, but really though, like once obviously speaking to Jess that they were not going to put up Kevin. It was not an option it was between us. Sorry, excuse me, us four. Um, and I didn't know that. Um, I had a feeling uh, when we talked, us men Dems talk, we were like, we're not going to pitch each other. We're not going to pitch each other. I heard talk. Jess told me that, you know, Tanisha did pitch you. Summer and Tanisha pitched you. And I was like, what? No way. Like they told me we're not going to pitch at all. Like, so I was like, wow, really? Okay. Well then like they're pitching me. And at that point, I don't know why, like at that moment, I didn't realize that summer and Tanisha and Jess and Betty were working together in the siblings. The siblings I yeah. yeah. I didn't know about that at that point. Cause Jess asked me like, do you have anything? Like, are you working? I'm like, yeah, we're cool, but there's no name. Like there's nothing, there's no name or anything. I didn't want to, you know, expose myself just in case like they actually were. Um, so when I found out that they were pitching for me and I guess Jess actually was considering it because to me, Jess was saying that they, you know, I'm not going to go up. I'm an asset to your game. Um, you know, Marty went, you know, full fledged, like, you know, advocating for me. And Kevin was like, no, you shouldn't. And then JC Lynn also was like, why would you send Helena home? And I had no idea. I was in bed. I was like, wow, my people are going to work for me. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I had no idea that all went down. I was in bed. Alicia's laying in bed. Uh, I had no idea that all went down. Because the talk that I had with Jess before, it was like, you know, you should put up Tanisha like that would t- if you for sure want to make sure, you know, Moose goes home, you need to put Tanisha like it makes sense. Um, why not? Like you'll they're, they're going to have the votes to stay. So why not? Um, it makes no sense to put me up. I'm like, I will go home like it just or why would you even want like upset me? I think I know Tanisha did share like I'm not going to get upset. Yeah, because I never shared or showed like my emotions or anything like that. I really kept it inside, but yeah, of course I would have been pissed off. I wouldn't obviously, you know, been like, you know, raging or anything to Jess, but I would have been pissed off and I would have, you know, said something because they didn't know about our personal relationship or sorry, our game relationship that I had with Jess. They just thought it was just nothing. So they didn't really know. And so I thought Jess and I, you know, she's no way she put me up. No way they would put me up. And when they did consider that, I was shocked. I was like, wow, they actually were going to do that. But they covered their bases very well. When I confronted them and asked them, they're like, there was no way I was going to put you up. I knew like, you know, game wise, it wouldn't be great for me. But for Jess's game, it would have been the smarter decision to put me up. It definitely would have. They should have put me up, mm-hmm. but they didn't because I worked on that relationship so much. I really did that. It, it, it was not a good game move for them to not put me up. Yeah. So, um, so you don't go up, Tanisha goes up, uh, but something I was curious about overall, you know, it's, it's, you know, we're heading into, this is like week, week four now. Um, uh, you've got a lot of good individual relationships. Um, but in particular now, you know, especially with the idea that you, you might now, uh, turn on Tanisha and therefore turn on the Mandems, which was never really, I think your plan a to begin with. Um, 
did you have like what was your idea for a, like um an end game strategy what was your idea for like like at some point you you're probably gonna have to transition from you know working individually to some kind of group uh at least for like the mid portion of the game um mm-hmm. what was your plan for that um so my plan for that was to sadly rely on my personal relationships so thinking that of okay if i do cut Tanisha. This is now going to obviously that's all going to end. And how am I going to rebuild this? Um, but if I painted it in the light of I had no option, I had no option but to, you know, I'm I was found out that, you know, they lied to me and they put me up that I can rebuild my personal relationship. So at the point, as much as I thought, yes, I'd have rely on a you know, a larger um alliance, that really wasn't working out for me because cutting Tanisha, um, if I was going to do that at that point, I don't think I was going to be able to rebuild a bigger life because I was going to upset so many people. So I was taking the risk of just relying on my, my own like individual relationships and having my own individual little, little alliances that I had. Um, so that was, I was weighing out. I didn't think though, to be honest, I'd have a big alliance again after the Mandems. I was like, there's no way um, because I know Tanisha is loved by everybody in this house that I'm going to be able to align with, you know, a large group of people at this point. Like I'm just going to, it's a risk I'm going to take. Like, is it going to be worth it? Like at that point, I just knew like, okay, if I can't do this, like it is what it is. Like, I just know I'm not going to either go forward in the game with the Alliance. If I keep Tanisha, there's a chance if I get rid of her, I can just, you know, rely on my individual relationships and I can get further. So I actually didn't think I'd, you know, rely on a big alliance um, in the middle of the game. Um, so I thought it was just going to be solely on my personal individual ones. So I took that risk. Um, and yeah, that's why I was like, no, I'll just rely on my personal relationships rather than a big alliance. It's just clearly all the big alliances are not working out in this game. <laughs> and I was like, there's no point of big alliances in this, in this, you know, especially this season, our house guest season. I'm like, it's not working out. And I'm like, it's just not going to work out. I'd rather just focus on the individual relationship. That's why I'm like, no, I'll take this risk. Yeah, well, so this is when Kevin pitches uh, what will become the Crash Test Dummies uh, yeah. to Josh. Um, it's it's it was a great night of feeds because um, it, it sort of like started with with Kevin giving like this big soliloquy on like weapons and like uh, like what's the best way. And then he goes down and you're pretending to or you're you're rap you're you're pretending to rap his fake injury um, yeah, yeah. and you're talking game. And then Josh comes in. I don't know. Have you seen the scene uh, on the episodes at all? Have you seen this clip? I haven't seen this scene, but I remember it though. I, I remember in the pantry. I remember. Yeah, I just, that's I that's when he pitches the crash test dummies to Josh. Josh walks in, you leave. And yeah. then uh, and then they sit on the counter and Kevin just looks over at Josh and gives him the biggest like grin, just like. <laughs> um, and he's and he's like, so what uh, what would what would you tell me if I if I told you that there was a way to get Tanisha out without you having to vote against Tanisha? Um, and Josh was like, I'm listening. <laughs> um, it's great. It's great. Um, so. 
so he makes this pitch to Josh. Uh, they, uh, Josh talks to you about it. He, he talks to you about it. Um, and you guys are eventually going to lock in and, and, and create the name. Um, I think the name comes next week. Um, but, uh, but this is now the plan. The plan is for Josh to maintain his cover by voting to keep Tanisha, uh, while you kind of have to expose yourself a little bit. Um, yeah. did you consider like, what if, what if I was the one to, uh, to vote the other way and, and Josh can flip? Um, or did you feel like the better option was to kind of go in on, uh, Jason Gino and, and Marty and stuff? Um, I felt the better option would be to, for me to go in with Jason Gino because I had a strong relationship with um, Jace, yeah. like game wise. In that sense, um, I established something obviously with her from the beginning. So I'm like, it'd be more easier in that sense with Josh. Um, he felt closer, uh, obviously with Betty and Betty is, you know, um, really close with um, Tanisha in that sense. It just, it just didn't make sense. I'm like, it had to be me. And I knew that um, just personally though, it was just so touring because I just knew that like my personal relationships were just going to all break and I was going to get a lot of heat I'm like you know I gotta take one for the team and it's okay and it just the way that the game was kind of like game talk was all kind of set up it just made sense that I had more of it in with JC Lynn um, than Josh had with JC Lynn so obviously they had that honey bunch alliance but that was obviously blown up too and that was really nothing anyways Um, and yeah, so I was more, uh, had more of an in uh, with Marty and JC Lynn um, than Josh had. So it just, it just made sense. Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, it just it has to be me. And that sense too, at least I'm kind of like, I'm playing a little bit. People can kind of see, you know, like I'm making a move. I'm not just, you know, so behind the scenes and so wishy-washy, but I just knew I was going to take a lot of heat for it. Um, and I'm like, okay, it's fine. I can do it. Um, and it just game wise, it just made sense. Yes. So, uh, t- taking the heat forward is big, right? Because it does, it does damage some relationships moving forward. You are able to kind of get back to an okay place by the end of, yeah. uh, of these relationships, especially with, uh, the play you make regarding the secret veto, which we'll get to. But, um, uh, but I think this is also the start of like, um, you know, when it comes to the jury perception of you, uh, the start of some some like uh, maybe bitter, bitter feelings a little bit, a little bit like uh, like we don't we don't like how you uh, how you did this. Um, yeah. Was that on your mind? Like, did you think about like, OK, how do I how can I do this and have and keep them feeling good about me and my game? I did think about it, but it was kind of difficult how things kind of played out and Mm -hmm. the dynamic of everyone's relationships. I, I kind of took more of the heat for things um, opposed to like Josh and Kevin, like Mm -hmm. no one would ever get mad at them for anything, any type of thing. I'd always eventually they got mad at Josh. Eventually. eventually, (laughs) But it was, I was thinking, you know what, like, I don't know. I was kind of a little naive to think that by the time we get to jury, like, don't understand like it was a game move like they'll see that like i'll be able to you know if i make it a final two speech like you know spot i'll like in my final speech like i'll convey everything and like they'll understand they'll get it i'll be able to expose myself and expose my game um so i was thinking jury management but i wasn't as much as i should have though like i definitely didn't have jury management like kevin did um Kevin was always like, he's always thinking the next step ahead for sure. But I was thinking a step ahead. He was thinking two steps ahead. Um, So in that sense, my jury management was definitely, it was horrible. It was horrible because if I was in that final two spot, I sitting next to Kevin, Kevin would have won next to me. And without a doubt, um, 
and definitely deserved, but definitely deserved. Um, so with that, it was just, I, my, during management, I just didn't, I did not think of it as much as I should have. I was like, you know, thinking game, game, game. Um, but I'm not thinking long, long-term game outside of this, you know, jury, like that definitely does matter. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, that kind of was not my best. It happens. It happens. It does. There's so much going on, you know, yeah. like, and, and even, I guess I'm seeing like some of the clips of the portraying the show and stuff and lots of like my talk is all cut out. Like, I'm like, I'm just sitting there being like, mm-hmm, no, definitely that's something to think about or like certain conversations. I'm like, what about me talking or like, Hey, I told Kevin that, or like, that was me and Kevin together. Like, it's more like, you know, even I think my own personal house guests, um, they think that, you know, Kevin is just this master strategic for us all. Kevin. Yes, Kevin is. Kevin definitely is. Don't get me wrong. But him and I were a partnership and I never advocated for myself. I never showed my game. And even in jury, I didn't, I didn't expose myself either. I wanted to obviously highlight Kevin. Um, so in that sense, I did really poor for myself. I did not, I should have advocated for myself a little bit better, but you know what? Kevin deserves all of it though, because he's such an amazing player. Um, so I'm not mad about it. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, if I were ever play this game again, jury management definitely matters. And I would mm. definitely hear more about it. <laughs> so, uh, it's double eviction safety chain. Um, Moose wins the first bit, which is bad news for you because you just betrayed. Uh, granted, you didn't betray Moose, but uh, yeah. you betrayed uh, all of the the people that that Moose is is close to. He gives it to Herman, uh, yeah. who gives it to Josh, who gives it to Betty. Who's, uh, not none of none of these people are giving it to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Summer gives it to Kevin. Yes. Um, do you feel like like how when when she gives it to Kevin, are you thinking he's going to give it to me or are you thinking he might not well, give it to me? Well, I knew with Summer it was going to be 50-50. And even she actually ended up sharing that with me. She's like, I was deciding between you and Kevin, mm-hmm. but obviously I was upset you sent Tanisha home. So it's going to go to Kevin. And I, I had a feeling it would have been like that um, when, if it, she had that decision between him and I. And then with Kevin, in that moment, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm being played. This man is playing. I'm <laughs> done with him. Like, I can't. I was, I was so, I was like, oh, I cannot. And then when Marty said my name, cause I was like, that's it. I'm going up. I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm, um, he took that risk. And obviously Kevin explained to me, he's like, I knew what was, I knew Marty would say, I knew how close, you know, your guys' relationship was built. And, um, I took a gamble. Like, let's have fun. Let's play a game. Let's see what happens. And I was like, Kev, like in that moment, I hated you, but like, it was a good gamble. Like, you know, it's all good. It's fine. Um, so yeah, like even that, it was that one second. Yes. I did think, you know, this man's playing me, but once I, you know, found out what's happening in his mind and it made sense. It definitely did. Yeah. Cause it would have, it would have exposed us even, even more because Herman was already onto us. So if and me and Kevin don't talk. People don't think we have a relationship and he saves me. And that makes no sense. Like he would have pissed off Marty. He already pissed off JC Lynn and Gene. Like it just, it just all would have like went crumbling. Um, this made the most sense. And even if let's say I did go up, it was, if Jess didn't win, my chances of staying, I feel like would be quite high. Um, if Jess didn't win. So if Jess won, obviously then that'd be like, Oh, I don't know if I would have stayed or not, but Jess would have gone home regardless, unfortunately. Yes. Well, there is uh, an attempt here at uh, at flipping the vote. Um, yeah. And it seems like it was very close to uh, to working. 
Um, except, uh, except Betty sort of backed out at the, at the last minute. Um, so, uh, t- tell me about this, uh, this attempted flip here. Yeah. So, um, I guess Josh must, Josh started it from what I've heard. Um, and Marty and Kevin were sitting on the couch. Josh pulls um, them in and then I get pulled in and it's a whole conversation of what's happening of, you know, should we send Gino home? Is there a time to send Gino home? And I'm just, I think I put my hands up. I'm like, I just made a big hard decision. Like, like I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like I'm not doing this. There's something I said, something along those lines of like, I'm not making the call. I think I said like that. And then um, everyone's like, should we do it? Should we not? And then me and Kevin put our thumbs up. Like, let's do it then. Like, all right, we're all in it. <laughs> Kevin and I do it. And then I asked Betty, I'm like, Betty, what are you going to do? Like, she's not saying anything like, okay, let's do it. We should do it. She's just like hearing everybody else. out. so I'm like, are you actually, is this a setup? Like, why are you not saying I'm in? Let's do it. I want to do this. If Betty were to say that, if she would have said that, sorry, I'd be like, okay, like, let's do it then. Um, but no one was on the same page. It was kind of like very frantic. Marty was just flustered and he was like, okay, should we do it then? I guess we're doing it. But we came out. I knew that it wasn't going to happen because Betty didn't say, yes, I'm doing this. Let's do this. She was not secure. Josh was like, okay, we're doing it. Marty would have done anything I said. Betty did not secure herself in doing it. When we sat down, I could see across sitting next to Marty across from I see Betty, Josh, and Kevin. Betty and Josh are talking and she's asking and um, she's like, no, no. Josh is like, okay, fine. No. Tells Kevin no. I look at Kevin first and first he goes, yes. And I'm like, sure. I'm like, okay. And then he looks like, no, I'm like, okay, cool. I knew it was going to happen anyways. And then Marty asked me and Marty, I go, no, Marty. I don't look at him, but I just said, no, Marty. This man has difficult hearing, obviously doesn't hear me well. And I'm thinking, okay, it's everyone's a no, it's fine. And I know like, I was just very frustrated. Everyone's upset at me because I sent Tanisha home and I'm just like, Oh, I just I'm blood on my hand. I'm just upset and pissed off at the house. I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm gonna do a rogue folk. Like I love Gino as a race. I don't want him to go home, but it's not gonna happen anyways. But might as well just stop start start some drama. Like, why not? I'll just be a rogue vote. Like just a little, like, you know, screw you to the house. Like voting does matter. And like I have a power in votes. Um and find out Marty voted. I'm like, he caused so much drama over. He took away from my life, my shine that I wanted to have this one rogue vote end up being two rogue votes, but not really because Marty came clean. So in that moment, it wasn't going to, we knew it wasn't going to happen. I could see across the couch that it was a no. They're all saying no. When Marty asked me, I told him no. He didn't hear me. He would have voted no, um, but he didn't know. He just was so flustered in Expedia. So he came out, he was thinking it's going to happen. So, but he had no idea. Were you worried that like that a rogue vote would just, would just shine a light on the, the attempted flip that uh, like with, with investigation that with like, who's this rogue vote that then, you know, with Betty there, like, uh, like, you know, that something could come out. No, cause I, I, there's always speculation, like the last rogue vote that happened, um, the Stephanie week. So it's like, you know what, it's just going to be like, maybe it's, I could paint it on Moose and Herman. Like that was kind of the speculation before anyways. So if it was just a single rogue vote, I thought, no one will look in my direction. And from there, we all said, no, I know Marty and Kevin will trust me. Josh will trust me too. Betty, if she thinks whatever, Josh will like, you know, change her mind. So with the two rogue votes, so that definitely did cause more of an issue. Um, but the single rogue vote, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anyone would highlight anything of, of what happened in the Expedia room. Um, it, 
be, you know, you wouldn't look twice at mm-hmm. me for sure. Cause I would have those personal relationships that I had. I'd be like, no, of course I didn't. And when I did obviously do it and it caused so much trauma to Kevin, um, I had to, sorry, grass is getting cut. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to, you know, I was like, I'm going to tell Kevin I did that. Like it's caused a lot of drama now. Like, Oh no. And I wasn't going to tell him, obviously I'd tell him everything. And I was like, Kev, I did something. He's like, why? He's like, it was you. I was like, it was me. He's like, I love it. Oh my goodness. I was like, but I'm like, yeah, I love it too. But if Marty didn't do it, I'm like, then he confessed to it. And it was the whole thing. And now it's just, you know, it's come out obviously two people in Expedia, but I really tried to, you know, act like it wasn't me, but I know summer obviously caught on to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, Summer and her mom also, uh, thought, thought it was you. Um, they did. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, uh, but there's this, yeah, this big investigation and, uh, this back and forth and, um, what, what is the, the plan for damage control? Because Marty wins the, the next HOH and he's saying like, I don't even remember what happened. I just remember being pulled into yeah. the room and then, and then people were trying to get me to vote out Gino and betray him for the sixth time, but I'd only betrayed him five <laughs> times. And that means no more, no one, not a sixth time. Uh, yeah. and so, uh, what, 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 what is the, what do you, what do you do here? Um, I instantly go into damage control and I have to think, you know what? I know that Marty does not trust Betty. I have to put Betty under the bus. I have to, um, Gino knows that Betty, you know, has, you know, pitched their name or whatever before I have to throw Betty under the bus and I have to create fake memories for Marty. So I know he's flustered. I know he trusts me. So I go to Marty and I'm like, yeah, it was Betty. It was all Betty. And, um, I just pretty much had to keep pitching that and I just had to keep ensuring, no, we didn't put our thumbs up. Like it was Betty, Betty put her thumbs up and just, I created fake memories for Marty and because he was so flustered and he was just so hurt that he betrayed Gino again. Um, I just had to keep pitching that and keep telling him like, there's no, me and Kevin, like, are you kidding? We said no. And I just full on damage control full on just creating fake memories for this man. I feel horrible for it, but had no other choice but to throw Betty under the bus. And even when it came to Gino, I thought it was Betty. Like I had no other choice because the whole Expedia, you know, terrible incident that happened, it was exposed. And a person that, you know, who didn't have any ties really from what I knew of um, was Betty. So it made sense. I had to throw Betty under the bus. I had to blame her for everything. That's why, you know, JC Lynn, I was like, yeah, how can she just, you know, lie like that? Like, I cannot believe it It was a bigger plan. Maybe she, you know, it was all calculated, the whole thing. But my damage control um, was to throw Betty under the bus and, uh, take the light off me and to know that, you know, I'm, I trust you guys. You guys trust me. I would never do that. Pull out that whole, you know, shenanigans, um, and just Betty under the bus. That was my full, full plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. well then, uh, Gino misspells nominize, uh, and <laughs> Kevin wins the veto, um, yeah. which provides an opportunity. Uh, and there was a little bit of a, like a weird, uh, back and forth where you had a conversation with Marty, um, prior to the veto, I believe, uh, where you, you hadn't even pushed very hard and he just kind of volunteered like, yeah, maybe I'd, maybe I'd put up Herman if, uh, if the veto was one. Um, but then after Kevin won, you were like, so Herman? And he was like, no, never. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Were you as confused as I was? I was so confused. I was like, I don't understand. Like, how did you, like, why? Like, no. And it was kind of like a good cop, bad cop type of situation where I was just like, no, this cannot happen. Like, hello, you, like, no. And then, yeah, and then, and then afterward, he was like, why is Helena pushing for her mom so much? I was like, she didn't even push. Like, you just said to her. And then she was confused afterward. Exactly. At first, I was like, I mentioned him because I knew Marty's the type of person that you can't tell him what to do. Like, you mm-hmm. can't just like, don't do this because he's, you know, he's old school mentality. He's older, whatever, all of that. So it's like, I'm not going to tell him. But at point, he mentioned it. He knew, like, I would, before I planted seeds about Herman. So he, when he said it, I was like, okay, he's on the same page. He knows, like, you know, Herman's one of my, like, you know, people I'd go after. So when he mentioned it afterwards, he switched up on me. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I thought we're on the same page here. Like, why? And I think also with Marty, though, because I kept such a distance with him, like game wise, I'd always like check in type of thing. But I really kept a distance. And I, he kind of got a little insecure where him and I really wouldn't talk much. And he needed that reassurance all the time. And I didn't give that always to him. Um, but when I did, obviously, I came on really hard and I'd put it laid really thick and be like Marty I got you like you know MSF like I got you don't worry about it like this is game I'm looking out for you we can't be seen talking to each other we can't hang out we can't talk game like trust me so then you know I'd reel him back in but in those moments of obviously not talking or anything like that he became insecure of like why is she pitching so hard for her mom like that makes no sense but he was on a revenge week that week and I was like you're doing Gino's dirty work. Revenge. That's all he wanted. He was saying, I'm like, no, you're not using your head. Like, I can't get through to you. Like, why does Gino have so much power over you? Like, I, I need to learn French. I know he'd feel more comfortable <laughs> if I spoke French, but I did it. And I'm just like, it's obviously a lot for Marty. Like, he was just feeling so much. Um, and I felt horrible, but I knew that, like, it was just his personal and game was getting all mixed up. But I'm like, no, think game. You're ruining my game in this moment. Like it can't be mixed. So, yeah. well, yeah. Uh, it does. We the, the, you do eventually get uh, get through to him. Uh, Herman ends up on the block. Um, you are uh, you then you you have um, a situation now where Jason Gino they feel burned by uh, they feel burned by uh, Kevin because of the safety chain. They feel yeah. like uh, they agreed to the Herman plan because they weren't sure they can trust Herman, but they also don't know that they can trust, uh, you know, you or Kevin at this point. Um, and uh, and and Jace kind of uh, decides to test you a little bit. Uh, she's like, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, I feel like a lot of people have final twos with Marty. Um, do you have final two with Marty? And you were like, no. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I know you have a final two with Marty and Helena. <laughs> and she's like, she tells Gina, she's like, she's lying to me. She's playing me. Wasn't yeah. great. I had to play that down. I really did. I had to like, you know, I, I didn't use the veto because I had to, you know, I owed Marty like da da da. Like I really pumped that up and to make people believe that. And because Marty was just exposing himself all the time, like he was always sh- talking out loud oh wait i'm like who would tell anybody about their final two like does that make sense to you no it doesn't and like i really pumped that up and i really just had to you know go in and you know strategically like talk the talk and um and you know make her believe like there's no way i'm like you're my number one in this game like jc lynn like no i try all of that and to say like she obviously didn't fully believe me let's be real um but 
Marty was just kind of blabbing his mouth everywhere. Um, so I use that to my advantage as well. Like I had to any angle, anything I could, I could twist. I would, it's, it's a game and I had to. And so, yeah, no, that was definitely something that had to be done. Yes. Well, I, her mom goes up, Betty ends up uh, proposing a, a deal uh, with Jace and Gino, which they take Jace, Gino, Josh and Betty now have an alliance. Um, and then Gino wins the HOH and he's looking to backdoor Marty. Um, he tells you uh, it's Moose and Summer and he does not tell you about the uh, the backdoor Marty plan. Um, of course, uh, you and Kevin eventually are going to find out via Josh, uh, you know, spilling, spilling the tea. To Kevin, uh, if, I can, if I can find that clip. Uh, oh, there it is. So I'm spilling the tea to Kevin. <laughs> um, but uh, and then you, of course, are going to um, win this veto, uh, which, uh, of course, is huge. Uh, this is when you say me, Alina, regular schmegler, basic men. Ah, I did this. I hold something so special. Oh my goodness. Regular schmegular. Regular schmegular me. Well, so wait, hold on. I I, I want to get I want to get a breakdown of this clip actually. It's so me, Alina, regular, regular schmegular, basic mid. Basic mid. Ah, ah. I did this. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so cringe. Just just ba- basic mid is that uh is that an additional that's uh, more regular schmegular? What's the difference between regular schmegular and basic mid? Um Regular schmegular is just, you know, just regular. Mid is just, you know, they're not, you're not above. You're not, you're just mid always. You're just, you know, not midline. Basic, you know, you just, you know, you like your Starbucks chai lattes, nothing fancy. There's no espresso shot. You're just basic, you know? Um, But I I guess, yeah, I'm just really that, just that regular girl that I'm like, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm playing this game. I was just so overwhelmed with emotions that, I'm just like, I really, like, I think, you know, I'm just like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm just so, at that moment, I think I'm not all that, but I'm just so basic. I'm just so regular. Like, you see me down the street, you wouldn't look twice. Like, you're just, it is like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm winning these comps. I'm doing this. Like, even I've done every sport, you name it. Like, I'm from horseback riding to baseball to soccer to rugby i've done every sport to say i'm good at it no obviously not um but it was always just i was always basic mid at it i was never like elite level at anything i've tried everything i've done everything like i said sports wise activities my mom put me in everything but i was always just mid i was never excelling at anything like you know even like grade wise type of thing like you know i did good in school but i was never like 90 percent. you know just above average i was always like you're good. So I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like I finally am, you know, I'm winning a comp. Like I did it. It's just, yeah, I'm holding something special. Like, Oh my goodness. I'm above mid. I'm above <laughs> basic average. Like this is amazing. <laughs> uh, well, uh, of course you find out that the plan is to backdoor Marty. So obviously, and even before you knew that you were, you were not thinking that you were, you would want to use the veto. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, um, so, you, so you don't want to use the veto, but now you know that they they would like for you to use the veto because they want to back to Marty. So you and Kevin have to really like sort of you know grease the wheel a little bit, like ease ease it in a little, like uh, like hey, you know, it's not a good idea to use the veto. It's you wouldn't want to backdoor Marty anyway. 
which comes in handy because uh, Jace also gets a veto and uh, could have invalidated your your first win in the game by just using it anyway. I know. Oh, when I found that out, I was like, wow, I cannot believe it. Like, I, I was shocked. I was like, oh, my goodness. But I knew, though, when I spoke to Gino, I did throw it out there. I'm like, so, like, you know, I thought about backdooring Marty. Like, what are you thinking? Like, to throw it out there. And he didn't really take it either. And after him and I discussed, like, he's like, I was too scared to say, like, I want to backdoor Marty to you because I thought you would have gone back to Marty and told him. And even that, I was thinking, like, would I have gone back to Marty and told him? Um like I, to be honest, I think I may have because then I really could have broke that bond between Marty and Gino and Marty would have believed me. But then there's a chance though, Marty wouldn't have believed me and he would have gone to Gino and been like, Hey, Helena told me this. That was a risk I wasn't willing to take because I knew Marty couldn't keep a secret. Um, but I kind of, I gave that bait to Gino and he didn't take it. He was too scared to say anything um, to be like, yeah, I want to backdoor Marty. It was always like, you know, Marty is, you know, annoying all of us. Like he is, you know, getting a little messy, but like eventually we will have to, you know, get rid of him, but let's take it to the five and see what happens. Um, Yeah. So in that sense, Gino really didn't give me much when I kind of threw it out there. So I was like, okay, good. Like I have, I hold that power and I'm not going to use it. At least he knows that, I kind of know of it. Um, and from there, it doesn't make sense. Like game wise, it didn't make sense for me. So why would I use it? Um, and if that did cause issues between him and us, like at least he could see that, no, like I'm really loyal to the five, like understand, like, you know, Marty's loyal to the five, like you're going to be safe. Like if I pumped that up, I thought, you know, I'd be good with Gino and Jace as well. And they could see it from that point of view. Um, and I think, you know, me sharing that, I think they also had that aha moment of, no, yeah, it is right. Like Marty is a big target in this game. To get rid of him now, it doesn't make sense for you know their their game as well. It didn't make sense really. Um, so I'm glad that you know it worked out in that way. But yeah, no, I definitely had to twist that as well. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's and it's a good thing that you didn't push too hard on Marty because uh, because Jace had the secret veto. Yeah. Uh, when Marty wins HOH next week, she's immediately going to be able to reveal to him well. Just in case anybody tries to tell you that we were going to backdoor you, I had the secret veto. So clearly we never intended to backdoor you because who would who would want to backdoor you and then win a secret veto and change their mind? That makes no sense. Exactly. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, uh, very, very ironclad argument there. Um, but uh you do uh, so to uh, Marty wins this HOH and uh, it's again, it's revenge. Um, it's uh, okay. Betty might have to go this time because uh, Ke- Kevin says this in the episode. Ideally, we want Gino out of the house, but that's virtually impossible with Marty. Some gummy bears have something to say about that. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you think uh, it, it might have to be Betty? Um, I talked to Kevin and said, like, if Betty and, and Josh had remained on the block, like, you know, would you have considered uh, taking Josh out at this point? Um, which I think you probably would have considered it. Um, but doesn't matter because, uh, because Betty's going to win the veto. Um, you do, uh, at one point in this week on day 50, you, you talk to the camera, you say, uh, am I, am I sharing too much with Kevin? <laughs> like, you know, you're like, well, whatever, whatever at this point. Yeah, I did. I did have that moment because I think being in the house for so long, like people don't understand the paranoia that kicks in and just your feelings, your highs, your highs, your lows, your low. Um, and I was like, I just had those moments of like, wow, like this game is so hard. Okay. 
I'm doing that. We're, you know, Kevin and I are partners. Everything we're doing, we're doing together. We're, you know, feeding off of each other back and forth. But maybe like at that moment, I also think my game is not seen at all. And that moment also, I think my journey management, that where it clicks in, I'm like, wow, like I tell Kevin everything and he can use that to his advantage. And I'm like, and to say like, that's not best of my game really. But at this point, I've already done it. How can I stop now? I'm like, it is what it is. I think all those things that start clicking in my head, which I didn't really realize before. I don't know I didn't realize. I didn't really highlight it. I'm like, it is what it is. And just, you know, you, you think a bunch of things as much as you trust a person. Of course, I was like, I'm having this, you know, second of like, wow, I really haven't looked after myself. Like I've really, oh, it's always been me and Kevin, me and Kevin. Like, what about me? Like, I didn't think like that, but I'm like, it's fine. Like it's a game. And I, I knew I could not play this game without Kevin. Like he was a yin to my yang, vice versa. So everything that all, everything that we did was together. Um, and so I'm like, no, I'm doing this with him. So it's fine if it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, well, with Betty winning the veto, summer saved by Canada, uh, Marty has to nominate somebody from the five. Um, and he's thinking of, uh, of Kevin because he caught Kevin in a conversation with Josh. He says to the cameras that he, he thinks that Kevin, he says to Kevin that he thinks Kevin and Josh might be working together. Um, he says to the cameras, I'm, my gut is telling me Kevin will flip this vote if he's not on the block. Um, he even says to the cameras that he's suspicious that you might be working with Josh as well. Um, and, uh, and so it doesn't look very good, um, in terms of keeping either you or Kevin off the block, but particularly Kevin. Um, so, uh, so you and Kevin have to come up with uh, a plan of, of action here. Like, uh, you gotta find some, some way to keep the two of you off the block and ideally get Jace up because it felt like that time that the Jace was the other option, right? So, uh, yes. So, uh, walk me through the, the plan here. Yes. So originally before even Marty won HOH, um, or was it the POV? Marty, uh, said that he's gonna, no, I think the POV, I think it was, or the HOH, I forget, but he was like, I'm going to put Josh Betty up for revenge. Yeah. And then from there, my replacement will be summer. And then if it's summer, if it can't be summer, that'll be JC Lynn. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, I'm going to tell them that I go, yeah, this is before he even won HOH. I told Marty, I go, Marty, why are you going to tell people who your replacement replacement is? That makes no sense. You cannot do that. Because I already told summer. I'm like, what i cannot with you i was so frustrated i think we're in like get the hot tub and i'm gonna go marty why did you do that like you have like we don't even know like who's one pov yet like you why would you tell summer she's a replacement nom when what if the noms are gonna stay the same like that makes no sense like but you did it like I don't, okay, I guess. And then he's like, yeah, if it's not going to be Summer, then it's me, Jacelyn. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell Gino that's going to be, you know, it's me, Jacelyn. I'm like, why would you do that? Like, do not do that. But if you've already done it, I can't do anything about that. Whatever, it's your choice. So by the time now, you know, Betty took herself to the block. I'm thinking, okay, you know what? Ideally, I don't want it to be Kevin. I don't want it to be me. Jacelyn is the best option. And I know that Marty doesn't really fully trust Jacelyn. Jason, you know, can't really stand Marty, you know, game wise type of thing. Let's pump this up. But the allegiance that Marty has to Gino is now coming into effect. It's seeping on through, and Marty's feeling that Gino is going to be upset at him if he puts JC Lynn up. And I'm just like, 
Are you kidding me? Like you cannot play this game for Gino at this point. Like, you're going to be getting Gino a hundred thousand dollars. You okay? You're you know your allegiance is to Gino. That's fine, but not to JC Lynn. They're like they are two separate people. There are two separate games. Like you need to put JC Lynn up, and from there we could see that there's some fight back. Um, me and Kevin, we think, okay, how are we going to pitch this to Marty without telling him it has to be done? It can't be you. Um, so with that, we're kind of, you know, talking to the five individually and letting them know that I'm telling JC Lynn and uh, Gino that, yeah, Kevin should be an option because they're really pitching for Kevin. And I'm like agreeing with them. Like, yeah, no, it definitely does make sense. Like I see it, you know, we saved Marty, me and JC Lynn, like obviously that not what I wanted. I just wanted to see what they would say so I could go back and tell Marty, get the information. Kevin was doing the same thing. He would say the exact same thing to them. And then we'd go back, share information, let Marty know, hey, this is what's being said. This is what's being done. Um, and kind of just really like manipulate his mind <laughs> in a way and get him to know that, no, they're going to flip. Like, trust me, Josh, Gino, Betty, and JC Lynn, they're all working together. They're going to flip and Kevin's going to go home and put Kevin up. And I think for a moment he was thinking about putting me up. He's like, I would never do that if you wouldn't want me to. And I was like, yeah, no, like, please don't do that. Um, so I know I was always out of the option at that point. Um, but to, for Kevin, I'm like, there's a chance that could be flipped. Like, would you take that chance? Like Kevin's a number. We've always been there for you. Like pulling up Gino, uh, sorry, at Marty's heart was kind of the plan really, because we knew how big his heart was. Um, so just kept pumping that up and creating that paranoia for him. So I'd plant seeds and let him know, yeah, well, did you see that Gino and Josh, like they're working out together? Like, they're working together. Do you know that Betty and JC Lynn are eating breakfast? When do they ever eat breakfast? Like they're working together. Look like Marty, how do you not see it? Like creating these little, you know, things for him. And it would kind of, you know, flip in his head and he realized, uh, but the gummy bears really came to save the day. Honestly, it was, can't say it was me or Kev. It was the gummy bears. It was all the gummy bears. Yes. Uh, well, so yeah, cause, cause Kevin, Kevin gets a task to convince everyone he's self-evicting. Um, to what, what was, uh, how were you feeling in that moment? I was so confused. I was in and out of DR that day and, um, I was, you know, but I was, I wasn't there initially for when it happened. So people are, JC Lynn thinks I'm in on it. I think someone else thought oh, you're in on it. I'm, I'm like, and on what? What are you guys talking about? Like Kevin's gonna go home and self-evicting. I was like, you're lying. No way this is happening. And then when I talked to Josh, Josh is crying, he starts crying, he's like, he's doing it for us. Like, um, I'm like, I believe it then. I'm like, oh my goodness, like he really is. Like, no way. Josh is like, I'm gonna self-evict them before he does. And I'm like, what is going on, people? I was gone for five minutes, and the house was turned upside down. Then Kevin's like, I'm having individual talks with everybody. And I was like, is everyone joking? Like, Betty's getting emotional. I'm like, what? I talked to Kev. He's like, yeah. He even, like, pulled on my heartstrings. Like, there were certain things that him and I shared about, like, like personally. And he brings that up. And, like, he's like, I'm like, no way. He, he's, he can't be lying then. He's bringing this up. Like, he really went, the lie was deep. Because he brought up stuff that, like... <laughs> I'm like, wow, he's for real then. And then I was joking around. I'm like, no, Kev, like, you know, you're just joking. Like, you're not actually going to go. And then that's when they, I like dropped and like held his leg like a little kid. I was like, no, you're not going. And people twisted that. Like, I'm dropping at a white man's knees. No, I wasn't. It was a joke, first of all. Get a life. But um, yeah, anyways, it was just like, no, Kev, you're just joking. Because he started laughing. I started laughing a little bit too. I'm like, but then... Then he started crying a little bit. I'm like, oh, and he brought up like our personal stuff. And I was like, 
no, he's for real. Like I can't, no, I still couldn't believe it. And then everybody else was like, no, he's lying. Me and Josh are the only ones to believe it at that point. Um, and then when the door started opening and I was like, oh, it is real. Like, I, I can't play this game anymore. Oh my goodness. What am I going to My game's out the window. And then the moment it shut, he's like, I got you. I was like, I can't stand you. <laughs> You're cut. You're done to me. Like, wow, you went low. You went below the belt. Like the, the tactics he used, like Kevin is so smart. He even in that challenge by Marsha the Moose, this man used personal things to make us believe he was being evicted. Like that's how sick he is. <laughs> It was a challenge, not even like anything real. Like that's how deep he went. So mm. yes, of course I believed it. It was tricky too, because uh, after he told Marty, um, he, uh, Marty goes to the cameras and he's like, well, that made my decision even easier. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, like he's definitely going to put Kevin up now. Um, yeah. But following morning, he's got, he's got a plan. He's a, he's a man with some gummy bears. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you react to this? Shocked. I, I thought it was a joke. I really did. I was like, no way this is happening. It's a joke. Like, really? And then to say, you know, what's actually happening. And he, you know, lets Gino know, Gino, you can be put in or not. It's up to you. And Gino being the great guy that he is, taking one for the team, he's like, I don't want to seem slimy and not put myself in. Um, to You know, if we're going to be loyal then to each other, like, I have to put myself in. Dumb mistake. Very yeah. Big mistake. You know, I would have never done that. Never. But he did because he's such a good guy. That's Canada knows how such what a good guy he is. He does. And picked out, he got the red gummy bear. It could not have worked out as perfect as it did. It was shocking. I thought it was a joke at first. Not even when we were, we were picking, I was like, I was laughing. I was like, when I get nervous, I laugh. And just general, like, I was like, this is a joke. I'm laughing. We're like, no, this is actually real. And afterwards, we picked the gummies. I thought then Marty would have said, okay, yeah, you know, this is a team building exercise. Like, we're all in it. And then he does it. And he's like, okay, like, you know, next week, if I have to go on the block, I'll go on the block. And he wants to take a group picture because Marty's all about the cameras. He's like, the five. We're like, yeah, the five. Me and Kevin inside are jumping for joy. Mm. Like, like, how could you make this up? You can't. Yeah. Uh, so Gino goes up. This is huge. Um, you do. Uh, so, so there is a little bit of, uh, of, of stuff here though, where, um, Jace is starting to like, Jace is starting to have conversations with Betty. Betty's talking with Jace about like, maybe they can work together and the, both of their number ones are on the block. Um, Jace is really trying to hammer home that like, Helena's working with with uh, with Marty. She didn't use the veto. Um, she's got a secret final two with him. Did you know about that? Um, and Summer and Betty at this point are like, screw Helena. Like uh, she's going up on the block if we win next week. Um, it's not looking great there. And I think you sort of you uh, you're starting to hear that this is the case. Josh is telling you that they're pissed at you. Um, and, uh, and Jace is saying like, Betty's trying to work with me. And so you and Kevin start talking about like, should we take out Gino or should we maybe take out Josh? Um, Mm -hmm. and you, you kind of consider that briefly, um, but ultimately decide, uh, it's, it's gotta be Gino. Yeah. Cause the beginning, when we pulled Josh in with the crash of his dummies, Kevin and I said, we have to take Josh out either at seven or five. Mm -hmm. Um, that was kind of like, we knew that. Josh is a strong player that has to be done. And um, 
that point obviously didn't happen, but we, we, we said that though. I said like either at five or seven, Josh has to be cut. So I knew with all this talk, obviously I've already upset Betty. Um, I've, you know, summer and I were trying to rebuild, but I've upset her. It's easier for me to keep Gino. It would be easier in that sense. I would have the loyalty of, you know, Marty still Gino and Jace. Um, but then game wise though, I know I'm good with Josh. Um, game, Gino, he wins comps. It just to make a move right now. It makes game wise. It makes sense for me to send Gino home, but it's quite difficult. Um, you know, because sending Josh home would be good too. But is it too soon to send Josh home right now? Um, and kind of weighing out the options. Um, I just you know, I, I'd have to cut that. I'd have to cut Josh. Um, sorry, cut Gino because Gino is catching on to certain things. I know he knows about me and Marty, the final two, as much as Mar- I'm denying it. Really kind of deny it for so long that I keep covering my tracks. Um, and he is like the closest thing to Marty. So he's clocked us as well. I'm like, Gino, you got to go. Like at that point, love you as a person. Great guy. But you are, you know, too much. You've caught on to too much at this point. Like I can't, how much damage control one can do like my personal game. Like I'd rather take the risk of keeping Josh, um, you know, longer in this game. And we're still working together from when I knew that he is still loyal. Um, so I'd rather just take that risk and send, Gino home. Um, cause at that point it's kind of taking your risk of, do I stay with this big Alliance? You know what I mean? With the five, or do I rely on my personal relationships yet again? I was at that point too. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take the risk of relying on my personal relationships rather than, you know, a big alliance um, because big alliances just don't work. They're not working out for me. It's not going to happen for my gameplay and everything like that. I'd rather just risk it and uh, cut Gino because he's just clocking everything. So yeah, that decision was personally hard, but game wise, it was the best thing to do. Yes. And, uh, and you also have to deal with, uh, with Summer and Betty now that, uh, you have to get them to be against Jace. Uh, and so, um, the, you come up with an idea about, uh, the secret veto. Yes. Yes. So with that, um, to build, you know, bring them in more per- game wise to share this information with them. I'm like, from that, they'll trust me more. We'll, we'll become closer. Um, and, why not? Like, this is something I can use to pin them against JC Lim. When I send Gino home, then from there, she'll be a target for them. Like, why not? Um, and then from there, I tell Summer and, you know, from them, like, I haven't told Betty yet. Like, do you want to tell her? Should I tell her? Kind of like, you know, toying in emotions and letting her know. She's like, no, it should come from you. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, all right. Like, I'm scared. This is going to blow up my game. Like, what do you think? She's like, no, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. And then telling Betty, she's shocked. And that's, you know, building trust. So with that, cause I knew that they obviously were upset at me. I knew they didn't trust me. And obviously Josh confirming that solidified, I had to do something big. And this is the big thing to do and pitting two people against each other. Like, why not? Um, it's going to work to my, that's the only thing I have at this point. Cause I know I have to send Gino home, but, um, I have to get them closer before I do that. If I, if I didn't get summer and, um, Betty to be closer with me in that moment. If I, that me telling that information blew up in my face, then at that point I would have sent Josh home because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, at least, you know, look, I saved you, Gino. I could have relied on that. So I did kind of weigh those, weigh that out. Um, Cause if I did tell Betty in summer and they still were like, 
No. And they told JC Lynn at that point, I still could have banked on keeping Gino, sending Josh home. And from there been like, look, yeah, I did do that, but I didn't send you home because this, this, and I would have flipped it and pinned it on Betty and summer. That was kind of like my backup plan if it all blew up in my face, but they responded really well to it. And that built trust with them, which was good. And they're kind of like, yeah, you know what? JC Lynn, you know, forget her. Cool. And it worked out. Yes, and it certainly comes in clutch later. Uh, there's also a conversation uh, that you have with Jace, um, where uh, where Jace uh, is is kind of like questioning, like uh, you're acting weird, and you're like, I'm not acting weird. Uh, and she's like, Yes, you are. Um, and you end up saying to Jace, like, Look, if Kevin ends up flipping, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to flip too. Um, and Jace is like, Excuse me. <laughs> uh and uh and and she's she's kind of like uh like for the rest of the night is like oh my god they're gonna vote Gino out um so uh this this though to me was um was like uh in terms of like when I talked to Jace as well like it it, it didn't come off super well to Jace because it felt like you were just trying to pass the blame off to Kevin um was that was that I mean was that the intention well, to be honest, that day I was having a really low day. So mm-hmm. it was just like, I was a bunch of emotions. I'm like, oh my God, I'm sick of this house. And then at one point, how am I going to, like, I was thinking in my head, how am I going to get away with this? With still keeping my relationship with JC Lynn. But I know I'm sending Gino home. Um, and I just knew that if, when this happens, I know that I'm going to get more, you know, more heat than Kevin. So if I were to kind of blame it more on Kevin, hopefully she'll understand that obviously you're going to go with the majority of the house because it is what like, you know, in that sense, it's majority. Why would it be the one person to keep Gino home? But even though I know it's a swing vote, it really doesn't make sense. Um, but in that sense, I was trying to like, you know, put a little bit of blame on Kevin and think that she'd like, you know, fall for that. But you know, she's a very smart person. <laughs> I did it. And I just thought, let's see what happens. Maybe she's not that smart, but she is though. Um, and it just, you know, didn't work, but, um, I tried to see it, like, you know, maybe it would though. I just, you know, try to shoot my shot and um, see if it worked or not. But obviously I knew deep down, you wasn't going to though. I <laughs> knew she, she was smart. It was not, she's not, she's not dumb. Come on. That was just, you know, elementary school, but wait, I had to try. I had to try. All right. Well, uh, you get to the triple eviction after the, after blindsiding Gino and uh, Josh uh, barely wins over Jace, which is huge. Um, but, uh, he's gonna, he's gonna nominate Summer, Jace, and Marty. Jace wins the veto, though, which means he needs to name a replacement. And it's basically like you or Betty. Um, and, uh, if he puts Betty up, it kind of exposes the crash test dummies and really exposes Josh. If he puts you up, you, you might be able to hide the crash test dummies, but it does expose you to some danger that I'm sure you were like, yeah, I don't care if Josh exposes whatever he wants to expose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you had one of my favorite uh, sound clips from you in the game uh, here. For me, it's great. I love it. Thank you, Josh. Pat on the back, bud. But I think you ruined your own game. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I, I first I thought, okay. Is I did always question Josh a little bit. Would he ever be able to go against Betty when it came down to it? Like we, you know, Kevin, I'm like, I don't know. Like, we know we've taken him out five, seven, obviously didn't happen at five. We got to take him out, whatever. That point when he didn't put me up at the 
the initial nominations. I was like, okay, it's real. But when Jason took herself off, I go, okay, I'm going up. Like, it makes sense for his game. Hello, I would do this. Like, if it was vice versa, like, game-wise, duh, put me up. Are you kidding me? And then when he didn't, thank you, Josh. Thank you so much. Like, it did, it ruined his game in that sense. Like, obviously, the week after, like, it definitely ruined his game. Um, but it was the best thing for me. And I did have a little moment where I thought he must have told Betty um, he must have exposed a crash test or all crashes dummies and all that. But finding out he didn't, um, because I was like, wow, he really is like, he's loyal to the crash test dummies. And that, that also influenced me, obviously keeping him as well. He pulled up that as well. Um, because he easily could have, and it would have been, you know, game wise, it would have been better for him actually, because there's a chance I could have gone home chance. I could have stayed, but he knew that, we were going to stay loyal to him, um, which was good. But yeah. Oh gosh. And yeah. the funny thing is actually when you put Betty up, me and Kevin talked, we're like, should we send Betty home? Like, this is our chance. We should send Betty home. Um, and then from there, we're like, but he did keep us safe. Like we're not on the block. If we do send Betty home, we're going to upset him. And now mm-hmm. we have Josh and Jason Lynn going to be both being upset. I'm like, you know what? No, like let's just keep Betty. Like it is what it is. And you know, Summer's such a strong social player. Like, she's a great player so with that it's you know we're taking a great player out so you know it's a win in that sense but no it definitely was did think about it for sure well, yeah and, and and you know after he tells betty uh she she comes to to you and kevin you're gonna put me up okay then i'm saving it oh you know where is she i'm in the bathroom in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in that moment, I was like, oh, to myself, I was like, yes, definitely, yes, yes, dude, oh my goodness, yes. I was like, oh my, God. I was, yeah, I was dancing in the bathroom, dancing. You don't understand. I was so, so happy. You didn't, you didn't pull a Gino and open the door. Uh, to <laughs> oh no, no, no! I was dancing. I was dancing. Yeah. Um, I actually really didn't have to go to the bathroom I was just in the bathroom because I was just so like I can't believe this just happened like oh my goodness what is he going to do so I when, when Betty came I heard her and I was like she said that and I was like yes 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 I was having a moment to myself that's the only area you have privacy so I was just like collecting my thoughts like okay what am I going to say what am I going to do like I was just yeah so when that was said I was like this is the best thing ever mm. uh, so uh, so Betty goes up Marty and Summer leave. Um, and then Betty wins the next HOH, which is definitely dangerous because she was just put on the block by Josh. And there's a big chance that her and Jace are going to be like, OK, the three of them are clearly working together. We need to take one of them out. Um, but luckily, this uh, the secret veto stuff uh, is is still kind of in the way. And uh, and Betty doesn't trust Jace and she just got put on the block by Josh. And so she's looking to put the two of them up uh, instead, um, which uh, which is great for you and Kevin. I mean, this is uh, amazing that the two of you both avoid the block. Yeah, definitely. And we use that to our advantage as well, Um, because Betty, you know, is upset at Josh. And she did, she did ask Josh. I think there's a clip I saw that she's like, are you working with Kalina and Kevin? He's like, no, no, no. And Betty also asked me and Kevin, she goes, are you three working together? And we deny that. Obviously they deny, deny, deny. Um, and so I kind of like, I knew she, she's obviously, she's really smart. So to think that it wasn't on her radar, she did think of it. And, uh, but 
was just like, no, of course not. Like Josh is such a strong player. Um, and then from there, it was just hope, you know, hoping that one of us won HOH following, um, but Betty won and to pump that up. So, yeah. Uh, then you win the veto again, yeah. regular schmegular. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to make that, made it happen again. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and so then it's just a matter of, you know, deciding which of Josh or Jace, uh, are going to leave. Can you, can you walk me through? Cause it was, it was difficult to tell at times what you wanted, what, cause it seemed at first that you wanted Jace to stay. Um, but then, you know, as Kevin was flipping back and forth, it felt like you were flipping back and forth. And sometimes it was like, it felt like Kevin wanted Josh to stay and you wanted Jace to stay. But then when Kevin wanted Jace to stay, it felt like you were pushing for Josh to stay. Um, and it was like, well, where are they? Can you walk me through it? Yeah. So winning the veto, it was amazing. Great. Love that. Now, obviously having, we hold the power yet again of deciding who to go home. And I knew off the bat, I wanted to keep JC Lynn. And Kevin and I spoke that it would, I told him, like, keeping Josh is better for your game. Keeping JC Lynn is better for my game. And we would go back and forth. And then from there, when he was on board um, with keeping, at first he wanted to keep Josh, I want to keep JC Lynn. We were separate. We weren't agreeing at all. And we discussed, we, you know, it was a partnership. We shared, you know, both points, pros and cons. And then he wanted to keep Josh, I sorry, keep JC Lynn. And I was wondering, like, is this actually true though? So I was like, flipping to him to be like let's keep josh let's see like i wanted to see what he would say what he'd react and try to get in his head as well um as much as this man is smart i'm smart too though so i'm like i can play i want to play the kind of on him and see how he's acting and from there they're like oh no we do see you know the value in keeping josh as well um and then you know i had um my chat with kevin martin and Kevin Martin, i go i know for a fact it's better for me to keep jc lynn and he discussed, like, how are you, if you can't take yourself to final two, how are you going to get there? Um, and I knew that with Kev, it would be keeping JC Lynn. There is a high chance that she would take me. Like, it just, it makes sense for my game. And JC Lynn pitched her and I, you know, spoke and I really, um, I think it was, I think that clip is shown, but I, I'm not really talking, but. I told him, like, I know keeping you is better for my game. Like, would you be loyal to me? Vice versa. I know we've had some trust issues. I've sent Gina home. I've, you know, I've hurt you. And she also was like, yeah, keeping you is better for my game as well. And, um, you know, you can use a veto on me, even though I was never going to use a veto on her. But I was like, you know, something to think about for sure. Um, and then from there, I told, you know, Kevin, like, have you got to speak to JC Lynn? Like, trust me, like, it will make sense as well. Like, she will be loyal. And obviously she spoke to Kevin and Kevin at this point was like, no, we got to keep Josh. Um, and I didn't, as much as I kind of like towards the end, I was like, okay, I see both pros and cons of keeping both, but personally for my game, I need to keep JC Lynn. But Josh is such a, such a strong social player. Like he's playing at the heartstrings of it. And yes, my heart is just so big. I'm just like, okay, yeah, maybe we can ride this out. Like this is a three, like he's going to be loyal. And he, you know, pumped the whole, like, you know, in the triple, he didn't put us up. Like he didn't put me up. He easily could have put me up. Now he's fighting with his best friend. Like, okay. JC Lynn has a strong pitch, very strong pitch. And she convinces Kevin at this point. She's gotten Kevin's head. She hasn't convinced him, but she's gotten in his head. Him and I are going back and forth. At this point, we know we have to keep JC Lynn, but we're just like openly talking. I think that's one thing where it kind of got confusing for the live feeders where Kevin and I would openly talk to each other about like all these like random thoughts that you think like we know what we wanted to do. 
but we just openly would share everything on our mind. So it was like, we're filthy floppy, we're wishy-washy, but just those, you know, those initial random thoughts you do have, like you just, we would just said it out loud all the time to each other. Um, but we knew we got to keep JC Lynn, even though she definitely like got Kevin thinking for sure. And he was like, yeah, no, that does make sense. Like, I can't believe this 24 year old girl has cracked me. Like what? She got me thinking. She's like, it's like, I know it's good, but fine. We had our decision made. And Josh um, spoke to me. Yeah, he's like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, I didn't want to because I knew at that moment. I was like, wow, I am missing home. I'm like, you know, like, it's, ugh, okay, fine. Like, let's talk. He talked, he pulled up my heart. And I openly told Josh too. I go, yeah, like I'm keeping Jason is better for my game. Like, I'm not going to lie that. I'm not going to lie. Deny that. And we openly talked as well, communicated. Um, and he, you know, pulled on my heartstrings and from there I was like wow like I am gonna be so devastated if I send Josh home I'm gonna hurt him and he didn't do that to me he's he's not gonna do it to me like come on how can I do it to him this whole thing and we I think also where it was pumped up that we're such bad people Canada hates us that was always something that like I'm like this is not who I am like like in real life like I don't do this to my friends or family are you kidding me and that was pumped up I'm like you really think that like everybody hates us I'm like I know in the game everybody hates me but nobody hates you too like I'm the one getting the hate out of it I'm like wow like okay that's fine it's a game I had that mindset and Josh knew that as well like he knew the way people like treated me and spoke to me is because like I would take some heat for it and I think they Kevin and him both acknowledged that and they noticed that like being a woman, I'm not going to get much recognition opposed to like, you know, a man. Um, so I'm like, he's using everything. Like he's coming at me in all directions. And Kevin goes, why did you talk to Josh alone? And he's like, why did you do that? And I was like, well, I'm going to say no to him. And then he's like, no, but he's going to pull your heartstrings. I go, and he definitely did. Like he definitely did. And he's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm like, but I'm not, I didn't make my mind up yet. Don't worry about it. We're still going to keep JC Lynn. And he's like, yeah, we are. I'm like, talk to him though. See what happens. Like, I, I believe him. Like I was, I, you know, and Josh is that good. And he talked to Kev. Next thing I know, they're screaming and laughing with each other in the room. Like what's happening. They're like, should we, like, we're going to do this. We're going to say the whole to each other. Like, you know, and I was like, we are, are you sure? Like, okay. We said yes to Josh. We're going to keep you. And then me and Kevin spoke. We're like, Oh, do we want to do this? We went back and forth yet again. And, um, yeah, ultimately it was Josh pulled at our heartstrings and um, mostly mine. And I was like, yeah, I caved in and I shouldn't have at all because I was really like being strategic and using game. And I knew the entire time I knew to keep JC Lynn, but Josh got me at a low point and um, he flipped me. Flipped us, I guess. Sorry, he flipped us. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I know that Jace felt particularly burned by you because she felt like you were really sort of like uh, like pumping her tires about like you really wanted her to stay, but like I don't know about Kevin. Um, and then when Kevin was like, "No, I want you to stay," she was like, and she felt like you were like. Like, wait, I thought you were on board. Why are you acting like you're not fully on yeah, board yet? I really was. I really honestly mm-hmm. was though, and that's a thing. But and I didn't just in case if it did like if something you know we did flip or whatever i wanted to make sure like the blame's on kev at least like you know like Mm -hmm. i can try to pull at this point but i all everything i did say to her though it was true though i knew keeping her was better for my game but i i admit it like i felt weak in that moment and i i kept josh and it ruined my game but it was just 
I, everything I told her was true though. It was, she was better for my game. I was pumping her tires a bit extra. Like, you know, I could have just, you know, left it mid, you know, drivable. <laughs> I was like overinflating it. I really was. I definitely was overinflating it for sure. Um, but it was, I was like, it is what it is. What can you do? Like get wrapped up in it. And the motions are so high, especially like towards the end when there's just five of you, like in that house, like it, it, it's a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot. You you also did leave a, a goodbye message for, for Jace. <laughs> uh, I, I have the clip of that. Um, I don't know if you, you I guess you, you watched this episode. So you've, you've heard this. You're a strong, independent girl. There's no doubt about that. But you focus more on love than the game. My head was always in the game since oh, the beginning. Shut up. I know you don't respect my decision, but you're outside this house and I'm in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. shut up. No, shut up. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The sass came out. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I didn't say it. I, I wouldn't. I, did I lie? No. <laughs> she came out of it. Finding love. She, you know, in the end of, I know at the beginning, she's like, I would cut Gino like if needed. Towards the end, she knew she would never have cut Gino because she fell in love. So she was, you know, she's nurturing that relationship. And I'm so happy for them. They're a great couple. And I was focusing more on the game. Um, and it definitely came out with sass and attitude. Um, and I, I don't, I don't take it back. Was no. this, was this an instance of, of maybe, uh, not remembering about jury management? Definitely. A hundred percent. Oh, definitely. At that point I was like, my hands are up in the air. I don't care. Jury what? Jury schmurry. I don't care. Jury it is what it is. It is what it is. Kevin, Kevin said that he was telling you that he was also leaving sassy goodbye messages. Oh yeah. The man played me for yeah. sure. Check on Kevin. Exactly. He's the winner for this reason. Um, and I was like, wow, really Kevin? Cause Evan, Oh, Kevin's a villain. He's saying like, you know, everyone hates him. I was like, I don't understand. No, you don't. Nobody hates you, Kevin. I don't like, no, you're not. And then he told me that. And I was like, really? And I'm like, wow, I've been so nice and so like honest and real or whatever. And uh, I was like, well, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. JC Lynn, I'm going to give it to you. And uh, yeah, I got played for sure. Whoops. So Josh ends up uh, winning the HOH, uh, even though he wasn't supposed to. And then he also wins the veto. Um, and uh, now now things are looking uh, not great. Yeah, even with Josh winning, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I it was just, it was just too good to be true in that sense of like, obviously we, me and Kevin did believe him. Like, we're, we're not gonna, you know, we did believe him. He's gonna throw it, but in the back of your head, you're kind of thinking, it's too good to be true. Is he actually gonna do that? And then when he's, you know, as the comp going on, I'm like, he's not gonna throw it. Like, you could just, he's gonna win it, which is fine. And then he wins the veto, and then from there, there's just this. I don't know I've, like everyone we talk, everyone I've talked to, like, your time's done in the house. You kind of have this feeling of like your time's done, but I didn't think it was for sure my time was going to be done because when I spoke to Josh, I told Josh, him and I didn't have a, we didn't solidify a final two at all, but we always kind of had understanding because I knew him and Kevin were close and I knew of their final two. Um, Kevin did tell me about, I was like, I'm going to mention it to Josh. Cause I don't want to seem like a snake or, you know, seem super like sneaky and be like a final two cut Kevin, screw Kevin. Um, because I knew how close they were. Um, so I didn't want him to think, well, she's throwing Kevin under the bus. Like us three are supposed to be something. I don't know. So even though I should have, but I told him like, you know, you and I are cool. Whatever happens, like, I'd love to sit next to you. I'm not scared to sit next to you. I told that, I told Josh multiple times, I'm not scared to sit next to you in final two. Like the others are scared to sit next to you. I'm not scared. Like I would love to sit next to you in final two. Um, that was the case. Um, but 
when it came down to it, uh, you know, pitching everything, um, finding out Josh, I would have been better for Josh's game if he kept me. Um, but obviously winning comps, he's like, kind of like, you can win against me, Kevin Cat and comps. Um, so it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you win comps, you're a threat. If you don't win comps, you're, you know, you're not a threat. You are a threat. It's just like, how can you win in that way? Because um, I know I with HOH, I never won HOH, but I didn't, I at least lots of times I didn't want to win HOH because where, who would I put up? I was always cool pretty much with everybody. And it came to POVs, obviously I won when I really, really had to. In that moment, that last POV, I really wish I won. I was super close and I didn't. And I tried to advocate, but I feel like slowly, like my, I didn't advocate enough. I just kind of like, my game was just like, I'm, my tires were just deflating. And I was like, I should be advocating more. I should be pumping myself up more. I should be, I should be. But in that moment, you know, it was kind of like, I'm I'm giving up a little bit in a way, even though I tried not to, I really tried to advocate, but I wasn't pitching hard enough. I should have pitched harder. And we I think we were in Expedia when I was talking to Josh. Um, it was me, Josh and Kevin were pitching. And then Betty came in and then it was like, we're getting, I think we're at a breaking point, but then Betty walked in and it just kind of was like, I just know, like, I could just tell, like, he's going to save her. And, um, at that point it just, he, he knows that I, it just, it doesn't make sense. Like Kevin is just, you know, pitching way harder and I wasn't pitching hard enough and you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So you end up heading to jury. Um, what's, uh, what's the, what's the reaction? Like what's, uh, what's the vibe of jury? Everyone was so happy to see me. I was nervous going into jury. I have so many apologies. Are you kidding me? I was like, I have to start with my apologies first, but everyone was happy. And then I had to, you know, share everything. I was like, this is what's happening. The ghost, they're like, they were shocked. And, you know, I wanted to ensure that Kevin had the vote. So I was advocating for Kevin um, in jury, letting them know, like, this is a, Kevin's a mastermind. Like Kevin is a genius. He is the true legend. Like, Trust me. And I know that they had like they had some hatred towards Josh a little bit of the like, game wise of how sneaky Josh was. And I was so like shocked by it too. I didn't know how like sneaky he was and like the true villain that he was really. Um, then from there, it was also seeing like Betty's game and, you know, exposing that and things like that. So in, in jury, it was good to see everybody, but I had a lot of apologies. I had to do a lot of apologies and we hashed everything out. That's the thing. Like, I told everybody what I said about them, what I did. This is my game. Um, but I really highlighted more on Kev though, because I wanted them to see Kevin as the master strategic person, the, the player of the season. Because I really wanted him to win no matter what. So it was really just all painting on Kevin and highlighting Kevin in the best way possible. Um, so they would know that yeah, Kevin is the person you want to represent the season um, and to play. So that was kind of just my motion of pumping up Kevin. There you go. Um... So obviously you, you see Betty walk out. Um, you didn't, uh, did you, did you think that Josh would take Kevin or did you think at that point he would take Betty? Well, I, from what I thought is if Josh, if Josh is a deciding person, he's going to take Kevin because he thinks it's an easy win mm-hmm. or he's going to use his emotions and he's going to keep Betty because that's what he would have done. If he, if he got ready, rid of Betty when it was final four, that was, you know, game wise, it would have been smart. Like you get rid of Betty. Like you're using your head, not your heart. He didn't do that. So I'm thinking either it's going to be 50-50. Either he's going to use his heart and keep Betty because it's his best friend 
or he wants to win and he thinks it's an easy win next to Kevin. Um, so I was thinking, to be honest, just finding out Josh being so like sneaky, he's going to take Kevin. Um, I was like, no, the way this man's moving, he has moved in this game. He's going to take Kevin. He thinks it's an easy win next to Kevin. So when Betty walked out though, Jen, I was shocked though. I was like, he got his best friend at the final. Like, oh, oh my goodness. Like I couldn't do that. Like he did it. Like I could, oh my. It was like, wow, like you, you actually did that. Like you're cutthroat. He did it. And then, uh, and then Kevin wins. Um, big, uh, the, the ghosts come through. Yes. So happy. The best thing ever. Like, like, how do you feel? I feel like I've won mm-hmm. because Kevin won. Like I've won anything, but I literally do feel that way because Kevin honestly is the best person to represent this season. And he's such an amazing player. Like everything that we did, we did it together. Yes. Like it was a partnership, full on partnership. But Kevin kept me in line. I kept him in line. But he had the extra mile, though. Like, he was fully prepared for this game. And he could detach his emotions from the game. Like, that's my downfall, I can admit. Like, towards him, I couldn't, I couldn't detach my emotions. I, I fell prey to, you know, using your heart. Kevin was always, he had his eye on the prize all the time, no matter what. Um, so it was the best thing ever. Like, shock. Like, I think at one point when they're saying the votes, Arissa saying the votes, like, Josh is trying to console Kevin, thinking, like, he's not going to get any votes. And I saw the way around. It's like, her mom, he's like, okay. Then it's like, Moose. And he's like, okay. And then and Josh is even shocked. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it was shocking. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so there it is. Um, anything, uh, I think I already, I already asked you about the, the after party stuff. Um, any, any, uh, like, uh, like big interactions. Did you make any, uh, uh, all-star alliances? All-star alliances, nothing so far to okay. be honest. I feel like I'm just finally decompressing, getting, you know, getting back into life really. So, about all stars, don't know. Definitely be open to any alliances. I don't know about any big alliances. You know, <laughs> uh, maybe this, maybe that will be you know for the future. Mm. But you know, open to it for sure. Open to it. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to to bring up? Um. No, I think we covered lots. I know I ramble and I go off on a tangent. So thank you for being patient with me. <laughs> um, That's what we're here but- for. Yes, no, definitely. I think the game was an amazing game and it was a game. I think that's what like the outside Canada realized, doesn't realize sometimes it was a game that we played um, and a game like we discussed where I had a life before the game. I have a life after the game. I was playing a game. I had to do what I had to do to survive in the game. Um, that's one thing. So anyone, to, you know, playing the game, they'll understand that it was a game. And if they don't understand, then... That's something they got to work on themselves. Um, but it's a game. Absolutely love the game. Um, and hopefully, you know, play it again in the future. If not, I can't wait to watch again. Um, so, yeah, no, absolutely love it. It was the time of my life. Um, so, yeah, even though like, all the secrets and everything, all these like secrets are coming out, like even Kevin not being married. I was shocked because towards like like last like few weeks, Kevin would be like, so like, you know, like we're always going to be friends. Right. I'm like, yeah, I get it. He's like, so nothing's going to change your perspective of me. And I'm like, I don't really care. Like nothing's going to change my perspective of me. I don't like, no, we're going to be friends always. And he's like, oh, okay. Make sure like, you know, I'm just like, what could this man's secret be? Like, why, what's going to change my perspective of him? I used to, th- I used to think maybe he's like a drama teacher. <laughs> maybe he's the CEO of the tech company, like, you know, and then when I found out he's not married, I was like, what like that was a shock i was like no that's not gonna change my perspective of you like we're good and then josh being 
a doctor. Mm-hmm. I was like, I slept next to a doctor. Are you kidding me? Like, I think at one point I was choking. Like I was like laying in bed, I just choked on my own spit. I choked and Josh didn't move, didn't flinch. And after I was like, wow. I'm like, Josh, would you have saved my life? Like when I was dying, remember that day I was dying in bed? Like that day, would you have saved me? He goes, I was a marine biologist in the house, Helena. Like, you know, I, I had to stick to it. I was like, so obviously you were dying. Like you would have been saved. I'm like, wow. <laughs> had no idea. Like you have no idea. Like, at one point, I think, remember, it was me, Summer, and Josh also. We'd lay in bed and we'd share something about our careers or jobs. You know, Summer would talk about sociology. I'd talk about early childhood education. Josh would talk about marine biology. He'd be spitting facts about the fish and the coral reef and this. We'd be eating it up. We'd be like, God, no way. Oh, my goodness. All lies. All lies. Uh, have you, did you see that they did a segment on Josh being a marine biologist? And then Kevin would ask him all kinds of questions. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and there was this clip. And what's different than a barracuda and a neil? <sighs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always with me. There's some questions I think I would ask Josh. He's like, Oh, that's something to look into. Yeah, I don't like you know, he'd say that and he wouldn't think anything of it because even in your own field, sometimes you don't know the yeah. question. You'd blank, you know. Like I remember someone asking me about something about like early child education. I'm like, oh, the different philosophies. And I'm like, yeah, there's many different phil-. and I'm like, oh, what's not their philosophy? I blank out. I'm like, and then people are like, Are you sure you like you work? I'm like, no, I really do, I promise. <laughs> um, and just obviously I'm like, but I'm blanking. So I'm like, I believe it too. Like I blank in my own career. So obviously he's going to blank too, but to be a whole doctor. No, I didn't see that coming. No, oh, boy. oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, th- thanks so much. Thanks so much for, for chatting with me here. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, where can people find you if they're looking for you on social media? Uh, social. I haven't, I have not tackled Twitter. Twitter mm-hmm. is a scary place. So I haven't, I'm not on Twitter yet. Maybe hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll go there. Um, but I'm on Instagram, Helena Gill. Um, just that's home right now. That's only where I'm at right now. And we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll use other platforms. Um, but I'm just slowly dipping my toes back into the social media world and everything. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for doing this with me. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. All right. Take care. Have a good day. Yes, you too. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.